0: welcome um welcome to episode 119 this is uncensored mods and we just wanted to start tonight's show off um as we started off a couple of shows before with a moment of silence unfortunately it seems like we have to keep on doing this and the moment i'm speaking of now is actually um close to home for three of the cast members and those three will be um, T, Isha, myself, um, tragically, last night, a uh, Philadelphia police officer was gunned down in the line of duty. And we wanted to send our condolences to the family for um, just for the senseless act of violence. Um, the perpetrator was caught. For him to lose his life, and um, it's tragic and senseless. Um, again, we have to continue to keep doing this often, and it's disheartening and distasteful. So, if if you don't mind, everybody in the comments just put in a hand of prayer, a heart up, or some kind of emoji that that has to do with love or prayer that we need to wrap our arms around those that family who lost the officer who died in the line of duty here in the Philadelphia area. Sit back, enjoy episode 119. It's going to be a great show. The show is dedicated to you moms all out there across the world. So it's episode 119. Let's go.
1: Looking for more Somewhere I can
2: feel
3: safe
2: And in my holy war
1: I'm trying to keep my faith so Why I send depression, not blessings Why oh why'd you do me wrong Whoa. You persecute the weak Because it makes you feel so strong safe. Don't have much strength to fight So I look to the light Whoa. To make these turn right head up high I to the lord what's
4: up everybody happy Sunday what's going on good people hey Katie hello 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 everyone my apologies
5: for the late end, but I had to work today and I had to work over today so my sincere apologies hello Juanita and hello to everyone out there in social media world. Ish, how was your weekend?
4: It was good, it was okay. I, I mean, I, I can have many, many complaints but that shall not be becoming of me. <laughs> exactly. So I will just say I had a great weekend. It was good, I did manage to fit some rest in there. So I'll take it. How was your All weekend right. besides work? Besides work, how was your weekend?
5: Um my My weekend was busy. But <laughs> I'm, I am very grateful. I came in on the tail end of what Nell was speaking of. So mm-hmm. many prayers to that family and all other families who are going through any type of um, deaths or anything. I know Ebony just lost her grandfather. Uh, many, many people. We are losing so many loved ones and they don't even have to be old now, you know, I mean, they, at just a blink of an eye, you know, um, a young lady here, she was having headaches, earaches, they take her to the emergency room, within 12 hours, she's dead, she had leukemia, so hug your loved ones, let people know that you love them, and as Nell said, we got to somehow embrace love more so than the hate. Because there's so much hate, unnecessary
4: hate, out in the world today.
2: Absolutely.
4: That's so true. So true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sis, never know. You just never know. So like Karen said, love on your, you know, hug on your loved ones. Love on them because you just never know. Um, It's just so much distress going on in the world and in families. The devil is definitely busy. So love on your family.
2: Please do.
5: And with that, I'm just going to go into this little affirmation right here. You know, in order to love on your family or love on anyone else for that matter, you have to find a way to love yourself. Many of us walk around mad with the world. We don't even realize why we got that chip on our shoulders. We don't even realize that we're taking that chip, tossing it at the nearest people around us. We don't realize it until we've gone too far. But start recognizing when you got that heaviness, when you got that chip, to be careful not to throw that chip at other people just because you're having a bad day or whatever. Because when you don't throw that chip, then you don't get chips thrown back at you because with the way the world is today, hate begets hate, but love begets love. So let's learn to love on each other and start getting that chip, throwing it backwards out of our
4: way. Mm, A Beautiful word. A beautiful word. Thank you so much. It's easy. It's easy though for that chip to be present sometimes. You know what I mean. Oh
5: yeah.
4: Hone in on it and and like you said, get it out of there. Get it out exactly.
5: Exactly. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, thank you, Ebony. So, are y'all ready for tonight's
4: show? Yes. Yes. Episode one nineteen. We're moving right along. Thanks to all of those. I see some people saying that they that they shared the video, liked the video. Thank you so, so much. Uh, Shout out to all the members. If you are not a member, get on it. Rhonda, thank you so much for reaching out. She is, I believe, working on becoming the newest member. So shout out to Rhonda. And if you haven't gotten your membership, please, please, please reach out to one of us. We are here at your disposal to get you up and running, excuse me, to get you up and running. And um tapping into some of them perks, right?
5: That's right. I mean, hey, y'all are missing out. If you're not mm-hmm. a member
4: yet, you are really missing out some on some great perks. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I mean, Rhonda, I'm we'll figure it out. out. <laughs> Look. Then
5: <getting laughs> you wilding out. So uh-huh. hey, y'all become a
4: member and you get
5: to see some of those clips.
4: Yes, absolutely. And also the Uncensored minds merch. Available. Make sure you hit us up for that. Locked in on your on your tees and your hoodies and all the, the goodies that we got going on. Mm-hmm.
5: Thank well. y'all so much. They are giving us so much love, Ish. Yes, thank, thank y'all.
4: you, ladies. Thank y'all. Thank you. And the handsome no and his baby Of course. <laughs> I love that baby blue. Mm-hmm. Baby boy and his baby blue.
0: Thank you. So we're gonna get right. A nice icebreaker icebreaker question of the day who was your favorite tv mom or movie mom
4: hands down for me miss claire huxtable God hands down for me i'm God sorry i figured i mean Please. she is the quintessential honestly so i figured that she might be though one across the board anyway, because if you really think back, sure, there were some monumental moms out there um, in the TV world and in the movie world that we can look back, you know, the Jennifer Lewises, just a lot of different moms, whether it be movie or TV. But I think Claire Huxtable was the quintessential um, woman, Black woman on the television screen that we could um, first go back and remember seeing her presence on the screen, so strong, so um, just ever present, you know what I mean? And as a little girl, I remember, you know, just sitting every Thursday night at, at the at the TV, waiting for it to come on just to see not only just her, but just the black family presence on the TV and how we were presented, um, you know, to the world. So I'm definitely gonna say Claire Huxtable. She was beautiful. She was funny. She was smart. You know what I mean? She was a great wife. She was an awesome mom. And, um, you know, she, she was about her business and she ain't played no games. So I loved her for that. So yeah, Claire Huxtable for the win.
5: So that was my first choice, but my backup choice. And this is a queen among queens. Florida Evans. Mm-hmm. Florida held that family down. They didn't have anything but like a true hood mom, she kept her family together with what little bit her husband went out and made. She <laughs> stretched it and she made sure that her kids stayed on point, stayed in line, regardless of the atmosphere that they lived in. So for me, I will have to say Florida Evans, hands down, was one of the best
4: TV
2: moms, nice.
0: That's a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. Can't get too far from from um, the tree either. Um, what he said is, um, for me, it'd be Claire Huxley growing up. Um, she was our TV mom. Um, and it translated on over to a number of different um unforgettable roles on um a different strokes. I mean, a different strokes. On, um, it's a different world. Different
2: world. A different
0: world. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I mean her sister and um such an amazing choreographer and dancer, Debbie Allen. Just you know those two ladies we grew up with and we just come to know and love and even to today, you know, roles that she's played in, like Creed, the mother to uh, Michael B. Jordan in the movie Creed, one and two. You know, I mean her role and her performances in them are, are legendary as well. Um so, you know, Clara Huxtable um Felicia Rashad, as we all know her, um, her AKA, her real name is my my choice of TV mom and TV show, favorite TV show. Yeah.
2: Okay. Sure. For
0: sure. People in the comments that are leaving their comments and saying, let's go to the comments and see what the people are saying when it comes to their their TV mom. Mm-hmm.
2: Um
0: Jennifer said that's yes. Florida Evans is hers. She got love for love for love. A lot of people saying Claire,
2: Mm -hmm. Diana,
0: Rhonda. A lot of people also, you know, I mean, we got the mom from What's Happening. That's That's a good one, Rhonda. Yeah, that's That's a a good one, one, Rhonda. She's a good
5: one because she was a single mom and she handled things. Yeah, she's a good Mm
0: -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Diana said her second choice would be Florida Evans.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Janine said, that's the truth. Florida held it down. Yeah. A lot of TV moms can't forget um Florida's <clears throat> show. Um, what was her name? Penny's mom. Thelma. 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 also was mm-hmm. one of the ones because she took Penny in. And Penny was an orphan. So right. You don't, you don't see too many people. You see a lot of people stepping. I can't say you don't see too many people. You see a lot of people stepping up, you know, foster children, you know, taking taking in... You know those children who need those who need that help and who needs love and mm-hmm. on Thelma. so shout out to Thelma as well. Mm-hmm. Moving right, right along. Moving right along. We got a great show for you guys today as I was still opened up. You know, what I mean, the, the title of this <laughs> episode 119 is called "The Mom," where we're focusing, focusing our attention on moms. Some good, some bad. Something different, as you see right here, the icebreaker question opened up with the good. Mm. Are we gonna go to the, the bad or the indifferent next? And we're gonna let each talk about this one, all right?
4: Well, if you haven't heard, um, as of late within the past few days. A 30-year-old mother here in Montgomery County, um, which is very close to Philadelphia, it's one of the few counties outside of Philadelphia, a 30-year-old mother mother out of Montgomery County has been charged with her six-year-old son bringing a gun to school. Now, he was on the school bus and he was brandishing the gun and and brandish is not a proper word because that's normally used in a crime but he he showed the gun to some of the other students on the bus and when the kids got into school some of those children you know advised um you know school personnel and staff that hey this kid had a gun and after, you know, interviewing the, the child and asking him questions, et cetera, he stated that he got the gun out of his mother's drawer in her bedroom. Um, and he also revealed that his 10-year-old brother had also had the gun. And he, although he removed the bullets, he, you know, was playing with the gun and pointing the gun at the, the younger brother. Um, and then the younger brother then carried it to school. Luckily, it wasn't loaded Uh, luckily the two brothers did not get harmed and luckily no one on the school bus or in the school had been harmed, but the mother is being charged with recklessly endangering another person and endangering the welfare of a child. Um, I don't know, what are your thoughts? You know, some people are saying, Hey, you know, she shouldn't have been charged. It was one of those, you know, situations where, you know, she could have, um, you know, just forgotten to put the gun up or whatever the case may be. You know, she shouldn't be held at fault. And then other people are saying, hey, listen, you don't secure the weapon. You don't put it up. you, And, and this happens, then, hey, you get charged. They can't charge a six-year-old. So, mom, you know, you get charged. So we're let's talk about it. Let's see what... Talk about what's going on with this because this is actually... The third time so far this year that parents are being charged with their six year olds taking it to school. The latest was about a week or so ago down in Virginia, a mom, the same situation. Um, so, this is definitely a problem, and we need to talk about it. Mm. We need to talk about that because it's a problem.
5: It's sad. I mean, it's sad and it's scary um for those that have kids that small that are in school how can you send your child to school and not worry each day when you keep hearing things of this nature so um i mean do schools not have like monitors to like monitor as the kids go in um i mean something that has to stop it but it begins at home, of course.
2: Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. Why would you leave a gun down for a six-year-old to get? I mean, I make it make sense in Nell's voice. Make it make sense.
4: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she could have possibly ever thought that, you know, no none of the children would go in the drawer, but I mean there's no way in the world you could you should ever think that a gun in any form, whether it's loaded or not, is safe in an unlocked case in a house with small children it doesn't make sense whatsoever now what you think
0: unfortunate situation um again it it's easy to say sitting on the sidelines it's easy to say sitting a million miles away or in the comforts of our own home or even detached from that environment. But this world crazy. Mm-hmm. And the little protection that we do have, we gotta, we, 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 we gotta, we gotta have it because of what's going on in and around us. I'm not making no excuses for the situation, but that's the world we live in now. One thing, one thing that we got to do is we got to start educating our children on what to touch and what not to touch. But also, too, we got to take full responsibilities of our actions and the things that we put in front of our kids. Just think how many times have you threw your cell phone, your iPad, or any kind of communication device in front of a child just so they can shut up, stop crying, stop fussing, so they can be occupied. But are we totally monitoring the things that we allow them to click on to or to or to enjoy while we get a moment of peace and quiet or a moment of babysitting themselves so we can get our vibe on or we can be or, or, or we could do what we need to do. Right? Or we put our or we, or we go out here and, on Christmas time or birthdays or holidays and we buy these children these games, these shooting games and these fighting games. What that teaching them? That's not teaching them maybe these one, two, three. That's teaching them the art of war, right. how to combat, how to shoot a gun better than us, how to load a gun better than us. So you ask yourself, how does the six-year-old get hold of something like this and then take it? One, it's not they not being properly educated at home, but then two, the responsibility falls on the shoulders of the community. The community starting at home, one, the parents, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, even friends of the parents, it also falls on the shoulders of the our educators and 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 all the people that are employed to foster these young people's growth. Then again, our, it, it falls on the onus of us as parents. My mother and father toward me. We had guns in the house. Don't put your hands on that. Don't touch that. I'll break your fucking neck if you do. And I was afraid to touch it that I didn't want to even go near the, the cabinet, the drawer that was where it was housed That mm-hmm. My first encounter mm-hmm. gun was about 14 years old. I had to open the closet to get something out. My dad knew I knew the gun was in there, but he knew I wasn't going to touch it because of the fear and state. Not just fear, but the knowledge that he instilled into me. Knowing and that- and you're right,
5: now, I I like that word, fear. Because see, parents are afraid to instill fear in their kids today. I mean, they allow them to do exactly what they want. And that gives them the mindset that they are allowed regardless of where they are to do exactly what they want without consequences.
0: But I don't use the word fear. I want to take that word out the vocabulary. You know why you don't want to use the word fear? Because what I've noticed that with people who have fear. They will use that gun or they will use those instruments before they, what be, more or less than none, because they mm-hmm. are in fear.
2: Right.
0: Look at the cops that pull us over or, or, or attack us or shoot us and kill us. It's not because of anything but for fear. They are in fear of what they think we may do because of the color of our skin or our age or, our, or, or, or where we come from. So all the time, fear is not always good because it creates problems that we then have to clean up at the end. So it's more or less teaching, instilling a teaching method into each other to say, how can I teach my children what to do, what not to do, how to do it? Yeah, a little bit of fear is mixed into that. Because you, you, you hopefully you're in fear of your parents and not wanting to do anything to just to harm yourself, harm them, or you know, place any distrust within them as well. So, you know, there's a lot of it's a lot of intangibles that come into that. We gotta do a better job of curing our mm-hmm. children and their future. Yeah. And, and
2: being
5: responsible. responsible. I, want, I want to address T's comment. Kids, kids are hard-headed. I agree with that, T. And it says, what happened if the mom gets charged and then nobody's left to raise the child? The cycle continues. But, T, let me ask you this. What happened if the mom is not charged and the child does it again and this time somebody gets shot? So that's a two-way street right there. Yeah, it's a fine line. I Definitely mean, yeah. a fine line. I mean, is the child really safe there? Okay. And could be. You know what I'm saying? Because mistakes do happen. Could be. But when you're looking at it from the legal eye, is the child really safe there?
4: Well, the gun wasn't even purchased legally. Let's start there. So that shows a level of irresponsibility straight from the gate. That's right. number 1. Number 2, you're bringing that irresponsible behavior that you conducted outside of the home now into the home with two small children. So therefore, okay, you you bought a gun through straw purchase, you might not you might have a record, you might have a reason that you can't obtain a gun legally to safely own in your own home for protection, etc., but you can at least bring it into the home and be responsible, lock it Mm -hmm. up. Those kids are small. Okay, maybe like Nell said, we can talk to the children, we can sit them down and we can tell them, hey, listen, mommy has this gun here for protection. It will be locked up, but if you were to ever see it, don't touch it, you can, like, you know, if you're going to school them, school them, whatever the case may be, but it is going to start with the parents. It's going to start with the individuals in the home being more responsible and how they're keeping this these guns it's, they're too easily accessible to these children way too easy way yeah. too
5: easy they are
4: and and it, it has to stop so they have to start somewhere and i guess they feel you know charging them is going to be the way to possibly get you know the parents to wake up and start being a little bit more responsible
0: let's play devil's advocate here Let's play double advocate here because this is what we're supposed to be doing on this show, talking back and forth to understand. All right? How do you secure a gun that's supposed to be there to protect you in the event of something happening? Somebody break into your house. How you? you when somebody breaks in, you're mold, you go into defense panic mode. Not rational, let's get things, let's go through the the fire escape drill mode. We go through no, panic I mode. So, I got you. So, I got you. Window, and you got that. You got that gun locked up in a safe in the back of the closet. Mm-hmm. You get into that. The you space? ain't got to
5: go through all those. Let's stay things. right you there. Now, now stay right, right there.
0: Things. You no, do okay. got to go through. You to do that. And you hiding it from kids. You gotta. You gotta think of all those type of things. It sounds great. Saying Absolutely. let's I agree. Let's lock them up. Lock the guns
2: mm-hmm.
0: up. Right, what How do you then protect your family from if the intruder comes in there and they in the house and you searching for a key that's going to unlock this safe? You got to punch in codes, all this stuff. But you don't necessarily. All right, I got you. Stay right there,
4: though. I exactly, I got you. Stay right there. That gun should be locked up until everybody in the household is ready to go night night. Everybody got a shower. Everybody fed. Everybody ate. Okay, mom's in bed mom's in the room, mom's about to take it down, I'm unlocking the gun, I'm placing it under my bed, on the side, in my dresser drawer, whatever the case may be. When we wake up in the morning and everybody is all safe and everybody is in one piece, then cool, I can lock the gun back up before the kids go to school, I'm gonna get them off, blah, 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 blah. I am never going to leave a gun unattended in a house with a 10 year old and a six year old. It, that means that we ain't sleeping and I'm not protecting the home. That means they're roaming around, fucking around in my stuff. And that's the that's where the responsible part needs to come in. And I get it. You can't lock it up and protect your home and do all of that. You can't run and try to get in a safe or get in a lockbox if somebody breaking in your crib and they're standing over you in your bed while you sleep. But that gun should never be unattended with small children in the house, period.
0: Oh, that's great, that's great. That's that. That's amazing. But again, that's not real life here in America. That's not real life here in the hood. That's not real life nowhere. Did, did that officer know he was gonna be shot last night in his head? No. So what happened, again, somebody breaks into your house, you do not have time to unlock and unload and put this and throw the kids in the back and lock them in a the room by themselves. You don't have time to do that. What about just locking your room, keeping them the kids out of your room? If you're if you saying the guns is here in, the, in my bedroom, I wasn't allowed in my mom and dad room like that until I was a teenager. And right, was, but that's the same thing. It For me, and come up out of there. The gun was on the side of where my dad Slept. It. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was. We knew where it was at. We didn't touch it. Right. Two, my mother ain't buy us fighting games for us to know how to aim and shoot. My mother didn't even put toy guns in our hand because that ain't even a, that ain't even what we was trying to
5: represent. That part, now I would never buy my son a toy gun. People thought that I was weird for that, but I I saw what it does. I just did not believe in that i didn't believe in that he couldn't get video games like the fighting games and stuff um, until he I, was I, like 12. i love I, the i
0: love the i love the fact that people are saying let's let's secure the gun absolutely let's secure the gun let's put the gun up but y'all ever been in real life situations somebody breaking your shit and you in your bed sleep and they standing over you or you hear them downstairs and you upstairs, and all you could do was get your gun and hope they don't come up there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in that situation? No, yes. it's a different life situation when you haven't been put in those situations. So now you got to keep your gun on the dresser. Mm. It's the reason why we have a re- the, uh, 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 people conceal their weapon on their hip and not and not in a suitcase or boot bag. because it's easy. To, if, somebody, if something if something pops off, you can easily get your shit and go. And I do it like edge like each like second after edge
4: edge they edge edge go edge. to bed. Yeah, but I agree. I just feel like it's a...
0: Do we lock knives up? Knives is just as dangerous and deadly as a gun. Guns are more right. powerful. But you Lock the knives up so the kids yeah. can't stab
3: each other. But, so the kids but you kids can't take take mm-hmm. no, we not. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not. We
0: not. We not securing knives in our house.
3: This just laying out.
0: Mm-hmm. You tell a kid to go get a butter knife in a second. You tell a kid to go oh. do whatever. In a second, go make yourself a sandwich. He's 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 got knives to his disposal, right? But I, I get, get it, it. Now. right there. We're not doing I that. Definitely. I I get it. Yeah, the, I get the, it. the steps that are is taken first.
4: Yeah,
0: I live in a household where they didn't have to put the gun up.
4: Right, right. Knew,
0: me and my sister knew. Don't touch. It. If you touch, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. My dad was going hurt us. So we have to worry about, it's about education first. You know kids going to try you just because yeah. they, they want to they explore the unknown. They want to touch what you
4: right. want to stay
0: away from. Right. They're so six. You got to think for
4: them. You got to so, think for right. them. So if that's you, why they, they have to be held accountable
5: yeah. for what their six-year-old do.
0: So if you gonna lock the gun up, be able to protect yourself at the end of the day. Put the bullet somewhere else. Take the cartridge out the gun or the bullets out the gun, put them somewhere else and have just the gun there. Right.
4: Or just something, something when it's when you are not next to it and a possibility of the child walking in the room, being, being, you know, a, 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 a little boy and being curious and poking and prying and, and not, you know, having a household like Nell's or like some of us where we couldn't go into our parents' room that was off limits. But, you know, they can roam free. You know what I mean? If you know there's a possibility that your child is going to come in, he's six years old. You have to think for him. You have to be the brain. You have to be the mind. Absolutely. So if ever that gun is left under, unattended, You have to be like, well, then put it on your, put it on your head. Take it, take it, with you out the room, take it with you down to cook breakfast, take it with you to the bathroom, or at that point, lock it up. If there's a possibility that they may come in. The, the, the 10 year old child took the bullets out and was playing with it and pointing at it. So where were you? Where Where? were you? You were being irresponsible. How did the 10 year old know how to take a book, take bullets out? Right, that's my point. So I games. definitely understand that the games that,
0: the games that we buy, yep. the, the, mm-hmm. the the telephones that we put in front of them, the iPads, it's easy to look up on YouTube. YouTube shows you everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: YouTube is mm-hmm. showing you everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, we can sit up here and ask these questions, but are we as the grandparents? Are we as the aunts and uncles? Are we even if we see let's say you let's say you not necessarily in that home, but she your girlfriend. And you see weird shit going on why are you over there are you checking her? Are you checking them kids? I want my friends to check my kids if I'm if my kids doing something wrong. I give you full authority to do that. Are you are you, you do that now? Not everybody gives are you, that authority. Would you, would you check huh? somebody's kids if they your friend? Oh, oh yeah. I'll
5: check them. Would but you let
0: somebody check your I'm not saying
5: they that friend? they like it.
0: It don't matter People
5: if they don't like you It,
0: their don't, keys it don't matter if they like it. If that shit gonna save their child's life. And if, but this is the that thing: we can shape them it. all we want,
5: but we're not there with them all the time.
0: But when you there, that's what I'm saying. We can have we can mm-hmm. have remedies, but if we not allow, if we're not projecting those remedies in real life, then we just all talk. We can say to a person all day long: she was wrong, he was right. They was they was whatever. But if we sit back and we allow these things to happen under our own visions, then we just as
5: wrong as the mother. And T, Mm. I do fight kids. So that's
0: okay.
4: (laughs) We just go at it. I'll I'll be the kid ass. That's what you're
0: saying, (laughs) Katie. I'll be the kid ass. I, I I I, I think our biggest downfall is our lack of attention to detail. We don't pay attention to things and that's what people with kids without kids that's just everyday life we just we just so consumed of what we got in front of us that we don't see what's in our peripheral vision sometimes we got blinders on sometimes we just want to see just enough that's going to get us to what we got and, and, and that be it and we got to stop looking like that because at the end of the day this all this affects us in all in, in all ways that kid mm-hmm. taking that gun to school could have been tragic. That kid could have shot a kid that could have been your grandchild or your niece or nephew. Now, mm-hmm. two families are, are, are devastated. The one whose child sh- that did the shooting and the one who lost his life.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: How mm-hmm. do we pick up the pieces? It's all about educating. Yeah, we can say all day long, lock the guns up. Yeah. But you can lock a gun up or put a gun game in front of them. What's good at locking the gun up? Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. -hmm. If you show me how to load the gun and shoot the gun, it don't matter if you lock the gun up because I'm going to find me another gun to shoot. That's the the cycle that's going on in the world nowadays. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: They finding these guns. They getting their hands on this shit. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Carelessness on yep. behalf of the parents.
2: Mm-hmm. We buy them mm-hmm. these
0: games. We give them this money. We don't chaperone them when it comes to getting in their business because we don't want them to be upset with us and have attitudes with us. So we try to be best friends with them instead of being parent and child. You can say that now because you don't have children. I know I don't. But at the end of the day, I still was raised as a child. And mm-hmm. I what that looked like coming up as a child and now being an adult and mm-hmm. how it, how it got me to this point at 42 years old, how I know not to play with guns or put guns in the, in the reach of people that don't have no business shooting. them. Right. We could talk about that's
2: this. We're going, we
0: going to get into some of the comments. Uh, like Cynthia said, that's the problem now where that, where's that village to help raise these kids. Right. We we talk the good shit after it happens, but we never are around when it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um nope. Tella May said it's just a sad situation because we don't know where her home life is. And we don't. She could have been getting her ass beat every day, or somebody could have broken into her home on several different occasions. We don't know the circumstances. And that's what I'm trying to say. We can have an optimistic view because we hear a story and we think the parent is always wrong. But just put yourself in those real-life situations that go on every day in inner cities or even in the suburbs and see exactly what that situation was. Mm-hmm. Right? Angela said, what happened is we got away from the villages. People don't That's want true. you correcting their children nowadays, even family members in the set. That's,
5: that part. That is very that true. That part. They'll They'll be right
4: at your door, ready to rumble you. They'll be right at your door. As soon as you say something like, oh, that's not appropriate, or don't do that, don't mess with that, you shouldn't be doing that, don't cuss, all of that kind of stuff. They'll be right at your door, ready to rumble you because you said something to their kid, Mm -hmm. and all you had is good intentions.
0: Then we rumbling. You know why we rumble? Because my child is
6: outside in the streets.
0: My grandchild is outside in the streets. My twins is out there in those streets. I ain't, my babies is growing up. I don't want to see nothing happen to them. If you don't speak and if you don't want to check your child, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Listen, going on out here that I want to see grow up. So if you want to rumble, we can rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. still check your child because that shit might save a life. Yes, yeah. right. absolutely, absolutely. It, Ebony said, "We are one of the only countries that experience." This many gun problems, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous. Just to give you a brief background of what we talked about when I first came on, because some people just don't know what we're saying, is young Philadelphia police officer was gunned down in a line of duty last night by an 18-year-old kid who came from the suburbs, a white kid at that, to do some carjacking here in the city. Things got the cops seen him carjacking and went to intervene, and the kid shot him in his head, killing him. Mm -hmm. The 18 year old kid was then apprehended at his home in Bucks County. This kid came from money. The home probably was about $2 million that he lived in. A white kid, family, officer, black. Wow. How you get your gun then? How you watch out for yourself then? Okay. Ebony is right. It's ridiculous. The gun, the, it's out of control. Every other day we're hearing about a gun shooting. And you know what? We don't even get stunned anymore.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, no, and that's the
5: sad part. Now, is we don't be stunned anymore, we don't be surprised, we don't be shocked. It's sad that it has become the norm.
2: It's
0: gonna go go to two more questions before we roll over into our next topic. Um, Valenia said, Is but it's crazy because they want you to keep their kids out of harm's way, but you can't control them,
5: right?
0: And Angela said. You're right, Ish. My first cousin called me to the street because I corrected her child in the baby seat. And I babysat that (laughs) badasses. Thank God. They turned out good.
4: Right. Well, luckily they did, but she absolutely right. Like they will call you to the street, get a whole attitude Mm -hmm. about, you know, just trying to I I I can remember back when I was growing up, every neighbor checked me. I would be on a bus, going to school, on a charter bus, cussing, cussing up a storm. Blah, 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 Somebody was there gripping me up. Hold, Watch your mouth, young lady, for I'm mm. going to tell Joyce
0: your
4: before mom. we got there. Right.
0: That's your mouth. Plus, yes. plus,
4: your mama got you when she got there.
5: That's Facts. You. So, hey, Facts. double ass whooping.
4: Exactly, and that's kind of what's needed today because you know parents can't be everywhere with their kids. No, so, you know, you know. we're
0: doing just this. I else to do it. Nah,
4: mm-hmm. I get somebody else to do it.
0: Nah, it. And you know what we saying when we when the kids is out here cutting up the same way we was chastised and the way we was villaged coming up. You know what we saying? Nah, it's somebody else to do it, not me, not me ask
4: how many times i had some arguments with some neighbors cuz i told their kids that they need to cut it out or they need mm-hmm. to to move it back up there or stop that don't do that oh i'm one of those i'm, one, I'm one of the first blame correctly.
5: goes to the law when they took whipping away and tried to tell parents how they can um you know discipline their children when they took that law right there those kids took that shit
0: to heart. They're like, you can't touch me. That's child abuse. KD, the law ain't the number one culprit. It's you as a parent. If you let the law tell you you can't whoop your kid's ass, you're fucking crazy.
5: Well, I'm just...
0: oh, I, I didn't. Whip I, an I, ass. I got Trust whooped.
5: Me.
2: And they talk, and this they right
0: here, bitch.
5: but
2: I what I'm just saying, that's saying that's
0: with you know what? the problem is Take, his, with take the his badass witch in, and let him mm-hmm. see that. I the other okay. side of this I, I
5: totally
0: agree so
2: I if totally you allow
0: that if you allow the law to dictate how to how you discipline your kids I say shame on, you. Mm-hmm. shame on you because your child is going to see life ain't easy on the other side of this door
2: you ain't got Every- it. call
0: them just ain't call them
2: Oh, mm-hmm. that's and I, I, I
0: will tell
5: them call because by the
4: time they get here, they're going to have a reason. I
5: guarantee like, you. And you know.
4: know what's so crazy, KD, speaking exactly on that? Then they now say the parents are not disciplining their children as they should. The reason. Well... The That's is. the reason why, because they're afraid because DHS got involved or DHS is the Philadelphia version or the, you know, the Pennsylvania version, DHS. Well, oh, they got involved and now, you know, you could be charged with, you know, child abuse or whatever the case may mm-hmm.
1: be. But now
4: when the kids is unruly and out of control and on the street and cutting the fuck up, now it's the parents fault. OK, well, pick a side,
0: <laughs> right. which
4: I want, which I want. You know what I
0: mean? Because it's out of pocket. I picked a side of ass one.
4: Facts. That
0: was a great topic. Thank y'all for Mm -hmm. chiming in and um, helping us move that topic forward. Hopefully this is a learning lesson to anyone out there because it it could be us. It could be us in the line of fire, but it could be us facing these challenges or having to need to sit down with someone who was going through these various issues and problems with their children so just equipping your mind to see things from a different perspective and a perspective of health um, I just want to
5: acknowledge JC in the comments JC you're going to have to let me know who that is I know we can't say on here but local coach went to jail for disciplining her child you'll have to let me know who that was see that's what I'm talking about right there now she's trying to discipline her child but then she go to jail for it. I mean,
4: yeah, it's got to be some boundaries in regards to, you know. I mean, you could you could look at the look at how many times we we've, we've spoken in regards to, uh, I forget the the basketball player or it was a, a some sort of sports player who just was disciplining his child in the airport and got arrested. I mean, yeah, I, when- I remember that. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember that. what are the boundaries that that are there in regards to the disciplining? You know, it, it's,
5: exactly.
4: I know there's are, are individuals who abuse children and, you know, take things overboard and all of that stuff. But where does the line get drawn in regards to what is considered, you know, disciplining, what is considered, you know, child abuse? And they seem not to know the line <laughs> because if you could get arrested for smacking your child that's fucked up yep
0: i got yeah. it there
4: there we go sarah that's what i'm I talking about
0: dollars for your books
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so wow. about this topic we're going to transition Again, this is the mom podcast. This 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 Sunday evening here, and we're gonna go right into the next topic. And we got a video for you. There, this comes with a video, so I need you to pay attention. Listen intently. And decide which aisle you're on. Are you on the side of the mother or are you just like, what are you talking about? This is crazy right here. This is crazy.
1: My son is not coming home today. At this point, I don't even know if I want him to ever come home. I really hate his dad, and it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should. Y'all will probably drag me in my comments, but I have to live in my truth. My baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity, and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related so i told him that i fucked his best friend first and that i never cared about him i hate co-parenting with him because he won't let go of the past we've been broken up for 10 years now and honestly being with him is one of my biggest life regrets but how do you look your own kid in their face knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad The disagreement was so stupid and simple, but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late. Usually, I would remove him from that situation, but this time, instead of taking him away, I'm making him... I
0: think we all got the same face, like, what? Yeah. If you're
4: not affected by this video, just somewhere deep down in your heartstrings... Um, yeah, this, this one is pretty heavy.
0: You know, it's so heavy. I want to play it again. I don't think the first play was that you got the full gist of it. Let's play this one more time. And I really want you
1: to listen. Can
5: the volume go up? Let me turn my volume up. I couldn't hear her.
1: Okay. my son is not coming home today at this point i don't even know if i want him to ever come home i really hate his dad and it makes it so hard for me to like and care for him the way a mother should y'all will probably drag me in my comments but i have to live in my truth my baby daddy was bragging about how he took my virginity and he kept bringing up old things that aren't even co-parenting related so i told him that i fucked his best friend first and that i never cared about him I hate co-parenting with him because he won't let go of the past we've been broken up for 10 years now and honestly being with him is one of my biggest life regrets but how do you look your own kid in their face knowing that it's impossible for you to fully love them the way a mother should because you hate their dad the disagreement was so stupid and simple but it resulted in my son showing up to school four hours late Usually, I would remove him from that situation. But this time, instead of taking him away, I'm making him...
0: So, what you've just watched was a mother saying she doesn't want her six-year-old son to come home because of the hate that she has for his father. Every time she sees her son it reminds her of her baby's father, of his father. And she just can't take it anymore. You ladies, as mothers, as mothers, hearing something like that, and I get it. I'm gonna let y'all say it. As mothers, I want y'all to give y'all take on that. I Um, mean, listen,
4: as a mom, I can really say that this, like, kind of hurt me to my core for several reasons i'm i'm um i took this video in as a whole you know what i mean from from just both sides from the outside looking in and from a person who is a mother and who has been through changes right so i kind of was able to look at it always objectively but this shit hurt this shit hurt i watched this multiple times this is this shit hurt. First and foremost, when you bring a child into this world, they don't ask to be here. You make a conscious decision, whether it's, I'm going to say you should make a conscious decision that the reason that you're bringing a life into this world is to, to love, to nurture, to, to protect, etc. Not on the basis of A love that you believe you have, you know, possibly had with the procreator, the other person that you're procreating with. That's what's the sad part because she relied her love for her child on the love or the lack thereof in that man. And that is wild to me. That is wild to me. How hurt, how triggered do you have to be to say, I do not love or care for my own flesh and blood because of what this man did to me, because of how he triggers me, because of how he treated me, because of how I don't love my kid because of that shit. That is some deep shit. She has some deep rooted issues. And -hmm. it's unfortunate that child will never have the motherly love that he deserves. That's
1: fucked up.
5: Yeah, I'm looking at the comments, um, and that was my first thought, is she need help because of what she has done, because she need that mental help. Her child will always be in need of some type of healing, because this has to—I know for a fact that it's damaging to her child. I know, without a doubt— that is damaging gotta be damaging out. things have been said to my son, not by me, but damaging things have been said and for him to know that his mom does not want him, first of all, she's not over his father. there's no way she can be over him um I mean she the young lady herself, she really and truly needs some help. She need help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: She definitely needs help. And people were saying, like, if you read some of the comments, people were saying that, okay, well, you know, she came to social media, she let it out. And she, you know, she expressed the fact that she's having these thoughts and she's, you know, feeling herself that this is not right. Right. And we should commend her for that. Um, but I feel like the first step she should have taken was speaking to someone, like mm. talking to a therapist. Um, social media can be an outlet for many things and many people. But I mean, certain things, you know, is is so deep rooted and so painful and so disturbing and so horrible that you really need to seek help.
2: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
4: Help.
0: <sighs> wow. Now you crying. Yeah, you know why I'm crying. I sit back and I take it in. I take in the, the conversation from the mothers. I take in the conversations from you ladies being mothers and 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 giving birth and fo- and and mothering children. But then here I hear what she's saying it's almost like a cry for one. Mm-hmm. so I'm asked all the time, always that. No. Why don't you have any children? You're a beautiful young man, you're a beautiful young man, whatever, whatever the case. Why don't you why don't you have children? There's nothing wrong with you. And one of the in this situation right here is one of the reasons why I don't. I never wanted to have what I had growing up. And I had some amazing shit. I had a man who took care of me as if I was his very own. Took me and my mother in and gave us a life. Right? But on the other hand, I had the the, the, the the non-situation over here with my biological father, who now I have a great relationship with. But I didn't want to have my child over here. I'm over here and they over here. Because two-parent dynamic is a motherfucker. It's beautiful when it's done right. And this is a cry out for help because she, she's lacking that help and support that she wants from the, her the father. She wants that family. She's crying. She's saying she hates him, but she hates the fact that they're not together because if the worlds were perfect, they would be a family. And she hates the dynamic of how it is right now And she's seeing the very thing that they created together and probably is a spitting image of him and hates the fact that he is not there along with them but it's crazy on the other hand to say that you hate your child mm-hmm. because of that situation maybe choosing different words but when you're mentally unstable your health is your mental health is not right you don't you're not truly in the sense of 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 yourself right and that's where i feel like she's at and, yes, I I, I I hate people that run social media, but in her case, I think she's crying out for help and looking for answers and searching for a way to get help for this. Because far too often do we see in other situations where parents fucking kill their kids, do something crazy to their kids, throw them off bridges and... And, and 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 cut their heads off like mothers have done in the past. Mm-hmm. This is a cry for help.
5: Did I mean, you see be... terrorists comment now? No,
0: nah, I was too busy articulating mine. But um,
4: she said there. <laughs> she said there is another video. The father actually came. Yeah, that I think was...
5: that was very big of him to
2: do. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's what and and, yeah. and she felt that she needed, but she's going about it all the wrong ways. Right, she, the right way, right? I actually, I actually think it's commendable of her to just speak in her truth. Far too often do we get criticized for, for for being truthful. We're we're called dumb. We're called stupid. How could you? You're you're not a mother. You're you're low life and scumbag. But, you want to, but people want you to be honest and truthful all the time. But the moment you're honest and truthful, you're castrated for it. I applaud her for coming out and speaking her truth. Because it's going to allow her to heal. It got her an apology. Maybe the father's scene. maybe I could be of an issue causing you to feel like that. Let's discuss this. Let's get in front of this. Let's see where the true problem is laying at, laying, underlying. And let's fix it. Maybe it's a conversation that they needed. Maybe it was a simple, I'm sorry. Maybe it was a simple, I do love you. It, you never know.
2: I don't know. How is
4: this true? The prophet versus the shit starter. What are your thoughts?
5: Oh, wow. We got them both.
7: <laughs> yeah, y'all, got, y'all getting them both tonight because I got beef with y'all, man.
5: Okay. Let me
7: get
2: yeah. me something to drink. This
7: <laughs> oh. What we I, job, man. I, mean, I, I, I don't want to was- I don't wanna um speak on the situation because I'm gonna go in depth in it <laughs> on the next topic. But um I just wanna say that a lot of times this comes from like being lost in your emotions <laughs> when you lose control. So that's all I'm going to say on this, but I'll get deeper into this on on the next topic. Okay. Where you gonna? Would you say you're gonna listen, lock
4: with a gun?
7: hammer? <laughs> Man, listen. Um, the, the reality of that gun situation is that most people in the hood they don't have a uh, guns, safes, and locks, and all of that shit. And even if you did that would be kind of a detriment because by the time you go through all that, (laughs) that would have been your ass. (laughs) So, you know, the facts of the matter is that nobody wants their kids to have access to the gun. You can tell them as much as you want. Don't touch the shit. But being a bad-ass little kid myself, I would have (laughs) still touched the shit. (laughs) I would have still touched the shit. So it's like, uh, situation, both double-edged sword. Like, either way either way you go about it you just you're just in a fucked up situation like i was saying in the comments um we don't know her situation we don't know what was going on in her house we don't know why she had the gun if it was for protection we don't know all these factors so i'm not going to judge her what i wanted to say was that be mindful in the charging her because once again who's going to take care of these kids i was watching something on tv about women locked up and People always never look at that side of it when they have children. This is the mom part, so this, you know, plays basically into that. Who takes care of these kids when women get locked up? Them the
4: women, let me tell you, we have multiple clients that are behind bars having to serve some time and they are they have to scramble to find someone to care for their children while they're either serving a sentence or if they've got arrested and not afforded bail or can't afford to get bailed out, you know, they're scrambling trying to find the the next closest person. Now, whether it be mother, sister, you know, uh, you know, their mother or a sister or a cousin or somebody, but then, you know, there are times where there are no family members to step in and be able to help. And then what happens then the child is, then in the system and then in child, you know, um, services. So, I mean, it's a sad situation. That's a sad mm-hmm. situation. And to think about it, like she's purchasing that, that straw purchase, whether she beats the recklessly endangering another person charge or, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, uh endangering the welfare of a child, even if she beats those or if she accepts a plea deal or something like that for probation or whatever, she still got to face that straw purchase facts so she
1: Fact.
7: That's Fact. Not, yeah, But what, that, I, what I was saying Isha, is that um, a lot of times people look down on those people in those situations and to be like you can say all this but you're also on the other end of that gonna be like damn she got killed because she wasn't protecting herself <laughs> in a domestic situation and she filed and got a restraining order and y'all didn't give a fuck and you know it can go on and on and on Yeah. yeah
4: No, I I totally get that. I just feel like I see it so much and I see it far too often. I feel like and we all see it so much Mm -hmm. in the media and even more so now lately that just as parents, we just have to take that little extra step. That's it. Just that little extra step to just see how we can control it. Landing there, in, there, and I know it's impossible there is
7: impossible. no control there is no control right. so I'm gonna say um, no. we have a friend who his son was killed because he found his gun in his pocket and the son shot itself and killed itself but this father also jumped in front of his baby mom and got shot a whole lot of times and that's why he had the gun to protect himself
2: yeah
7: so, like I was saying, there is no control. Yeah. It's crazy. Like
0: I t- like we could come up with remedies for situations, <laughs> but how do we fix what's going on outside? Mm-hmm. I sometimes spills yeah, in. Get it. You know, what I mean, yeah. what happens outside comes inside. You got to protect mm-hmm. it, right? And right. then, like as you said. You charge that lady, she takes those charges, she get probation. Now her record is staying. Now she gotta work two and three jobs because the job that she had don't want no felons, don't want nothing on your record. Now she gotta work two and three jobs, waitressing and, and bullshit-ass jobs because nobody don't want to hire her because she gotta stay on her record. And now she's not home to take care of her kids. Right.
5: So let me ask y'all this. What consequences should happen because
4: this happened
2: with the child,
4: so something need to happen. Why? Because I mean, here's
5: next the thing: thing. what's wrong now? Next, next time the child get the gun to school, it um they shoot somebody. So KD. there has to be consequences.
2: KD, you-
7: KD, what if, what? KD, what if she didn't have access to that gun and somebody killed her? What about those consequences? Again, well, we, consequences are gonna be made either way. Okay, right.
5: so how about those? So, if the if the mother is not being held responsible, who's no. gonna be held responsible? No,
7: she has to be held responsible. But what I'm saying is the level of that responsibility, you have to take in, into account the circumstances and the situation that she has. Well, in. I do agree
5: with that. I do agree with that. But Give a probation of something, community what, service.
7: What does
0: probation do but limit you from being from doing and being what you what it really is? It shackles you. Right.
5: No, because with that, usually they are allowed to go to work. They are allowed a certain number of hours to go to the store
7: and
3: then hey, come wait home.
7: Wait a minute, Katie. Have you ever been on probation before?
3: No, I have not, but I've seen Oh,
7: be- oh, oh because right? um, it, you're, not, you're not allowed all these allowances. You have to do your probation shit and your community service shit comes first. All, all right. that but shit comes after that. You can go to work. Okay. I've known right. people who, who K-D- I've K-D- known people K-D- who K-D- K-D- down. KD, K-D-, don't K-D- hold on, KD. If I'm going to work and I have to do community service and I'm on probation, how much of a limitations do you think that puts me in towards my kid?
0: Yeah, that's the next thing I was going to ask. When <laughs> are you <laughs> kids? When are you doing things with your kids? They're, right. left, they're left
5: at night
7: life. when you get home. When you get home, you got to do, you just said you at work. You got to go to work and do community, <laughs> community service and right. you're in No, when do
5: normally the they schedule community service when you don't have to go to work. There are ways Indeed to do that's that. That's what I'm saying. But Listen, like, that's not always true. That's what I'm my saying. What I'm my question what, what, what kind of punishment would y'all give her then? You said she gets some, but so what, what would she education
7: get? training. I said I
5: need to I see lock what that her
0: circumstances trans- is. Education, educating her on how to lock it up properly, put it away properly, do whatever you mm-hmm. don't, I don't. I don't. That's not punishment. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <What? You laughs> well, wanna, well, we
2: want to. So we we want You want her to have,
0: Katie. Like, you want you her punish, to go to jail. You want to punish this woman for a mistake that, she, All right. that she's protecting her family. All right.
4: But listen, we want to punish, we want to punish the mothers or or the fathers or the parents of the, the mass shooters, the shooters that go and shoot up. And we want to, and they do that on, you know, their own, uh, those kids, you know, pretty much plan this shit and do that behind their parents' back. But we want to hold the parents accountable for that action these parents should be held accountable too. And I get it and I totally understand being a single mother, being in a house where there was, you know, a gun or two or four guns at the time that I was raising my son, et cetera. But we have to be held accountable. We
0: right, have uh, to be held accountable. Are, are we are let, 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 let's stay there. Is it a is are we really accountable? Are we really holding everybody accountable to the same factions? Right. Because if I recall the kid that got off taking the gun to the riots was underage. took the machine gun rifle down to the protesters and was threatening to shoot people his mother didn't right. get locked up and right. she drove right. them to the damn process right, she, right but he that's, got off she got off no but nothing happened to them but we locking up this black mother because of this so make it make sense please no that's what so, i'm saying so that's, that's exactly what i'm saying i said if we gonna say these people need to be punished. The, the mother of the boy who ran down there with the machine gun to the protest and was threatening to shoot people and shoot, showing guns and, and scaring people and all that should be locked up the same way this young mother is locked up.
5: And I totally have oh, no problem with that. that. I agree. But different states have different rules. I'll, um, I'll
0: it different,
4: should be blanket.
0: It
5: should be blanket. I know it should be. But we are in America.
0: That's why so you're saying alone. so basically what you're saying is that the, the hood That's why I would never let should be penalized, <laughs> but 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 no i'm not know, saying that at all.
5: i'm saying anybody i don't care if they live in bel air wherever anyone so, so
7: okay so where's the rehabilitation hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on now let me ask KD a question so KD in the circumstance that I presented earlier with my friend right he had got shot. He had a gun to protect himself. His son found the gun and killed himself. They locked him up, and he did, like, seven, eight years off of that. So before he could even grieve from his son dying, he had to go to jail and do, like, seven or eight years. You think that's that's fair? That's right? No,
5: that's not fair at all.
7: No. That was not fair.
5: That was not fair at all. But I'm saying, when a child and now there was this instance where these other, um, another child did the same thing, nothing was done. I'm just saying some, form, even if it is rehabilitate the parents, send them to a class for so, you know, once a week on how to keep your gun out of, you know, um, keep it at the safety of the kids. Some form of something needs to be done. I'm not saying lock her away. I'm not saying that. But some form of but
0: discipline needs to be done. To, but you want her to have probation. You want her to have community service. She has a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. You go to work. You come home. After work, you do your probation. You do your community service. Okay. What time do you have to right. parents parents this 10-year-old and the six-year-old.
5: They make it work.
7: Hold on, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, she's never been on probation, so she doesn't <laughs> know. So what a probation was home, go to work,
0: right? Then home until it's time to go back to work. Right. How are you? How are you policing? These ten and six year olds from now not wanting to cause a muck and being a parent to these six year olds. I mean, these you said they're
5: these going kids. home and then coming, then going home for work.
0: Right?
2: Are they they
5: got to go they they do, do their community service and are, their organization. But are they all They can you, do that on a Saturday morning. Do do not mm-hmm. like that, Katie. Um, um, do Unfortunately, it don't. It don't. It's do <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's it's,
4: so, in the south. <laughs> yeah I philly mean, philly is crazy they yeah, listen
2: These philly Oh well it does hood. here in the
5: south off the hood they,
4: they'll do it on a saturday
7: and a sunday if
5: necessary but they, they, they don't they, Yeah,
7: if if necessary katie that's up to their determination they're not going to voluntarily say well since you're busy with your kids i'm going to allow you to do this no they don't give a fuck about your kids <laughs> if they want well, you to again do they do, do here In the
0: south, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't -hmm. don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I'm lost. It's a slippery slope. Uh, That's a
4: very slippery slope.
0: Yeah. Evan, and and the reason why I said that is because she, and Ab's comment is she wasn't parenting them in the first place. The both children had the guns at different times anyway. I yeah.
7: agree, Ebony. That's Profession not true. Different. That's not true, KD. If you're not home and I'm running through your shit, that don't mean you're not parenting. That doesn't mean I'm
2: listen, a Listen, but then that's where and see,
4: this is what I'm saying. And I totally agree. I I listen, I understand the logic and the argument, but listen to what you're saying. You're out of the fucking house, and nice. the kids are home alone. But why is the gun easily accessible? That's wait, where it comes into responsibility. Wait, wait a minute! I'm Beesh. not protecting. I'm not protecting Beesh. the house if I'm not there. The kids got Beesh. access to it.
7: The gun, the gun don't have to be easily accessible. If I want to find and get the motherfucker, let's talk about
4: this. This specific case, <laughs> the gun was in the top dresser drawer, easily exactly. accessible. We're going to talk about this specific case.
7: Okay, we can stay right there. Right. My dad's gun used to be on the floor by his bed. Yeah.
2: Hey, but then <laughs> goes back, right. Oh,
4: but that goes I, back to what Nell said. Y'all knew better than the go in. Y'all knew better than the
2: fuck around. No. Y'all knew better than
0: the touch shit. You oh. You're from Southwest. Yeah. Oh. Three of us from Southwest. No. Hey, no. He's not from Southwest. She's not from Philly. We have row homes. Our rules are attached. Right. I done seen homies. I won't say their names. Break into homes, climb from house to house. Right. Sit down in somebody's kitchen, have a bowl of cereal, and in somebody's house that they're robbing. So you tell me, how you, how am me? I'm laying there with my lady. We laying in Southwest right now, and somebody breaking my house in my in my in my bedroom, and I'm pulled to jump up, bait go
2: in the back room
0: let me fight this nigga off while i try to grab my gun out the safe out the closet right then try to shoot him and protect us
3: all
7: hold on mm-hmm. hold on hold on though because each was saying earlier about how you said you know your parents made sure that you wouldn't touch it mm-hmm. each my dad made sure that i wouldn't touch it and i knew i would get fucked up but guess what you think i was gonna do when he wasn't home he was gonna touch not it. Touching it anyway <laughs>
0: and you know how i touched it my dumb ass ain't tv so i got a t-shirt so my fingerprints wouldn't be on it <laughs> like my dad was going dusty for prints or something i got a t i got one of my t-shirts took the t-shirt and playing the gun holding the gun up waving the gun luckily like i ain't shoot no damn body put the gun down but i touched it a million times and this is after i was told not to touch it so i had to wear it though enough to know if i touch it with my fingerprints comes, if somebody <sighs> got killed they was going to block me up dummy <laughs> But that doesn't mean Aaron and Frank wasn't parenting. They were. Right. right. But you don't know until the situation presents itself. What if that lady's house was robbed eight times over the course of her living there and she got two boys in there and she is all she got is herself. Right. I got you. But in
4: That's our times what? it was different. Our parents... Yeah, I get you. Our parents was way different. It, it was. It's just, yeah. it's just a different day and age right now. It's just a different time where, you know, there are going to be parents parenting and there's just going to be some parents that just don't give a fuck. And so that's where the slippery you know, slope comes in. Hold,
7: hold on, hold on. Can y'all explain this to me? So what does that mean as far as gun safety? Does that mean as far as putting a gun in a safe? Because I could watch my dad go in his safe and figure out the combination. So, I mean, what what are we talking about? I was a badass kid. I definitely paid attention to every fucking thing.
4: Right. But at least the efforts were made. Because not all kids are badass kids. Not all kids are going to be defiant.
7: Right. But what I'm I'm saying is that you can make these precautions. That's not going to always stop a motherfucker from doing what they want to do. You're absolutely uh, again, right, and it doesn't.
4: Precaution. It's taking the precaution. It's taking yeah, the steps. Right. Just, and I get it. All right, I let's, don't let's stay disagree. right there.
7: All right, let's stay right there. So so say the gun wasn't easily accessible in this case. Say she did put it in a safe, and the kid went in the safe and took the gun. Should she still be charged?
4: No, because the necessary precautions and steps were taken to secure the gun, whether the child was being defiant or not. She did what she was supposed to yeah,
7: do. Yeah, exactly. But,
4: she did, but, so
7: no, she shouldn't be charged. But you
4: know Sorry. she's still going to be charged, though, right? So... Well... So, yeah, but not, husband, so, she,
7: she, she, you know she's still going to be charged, though, right? Yeah. Sorry, right. Well, and if that's right. the
4: case, if
7: your child brings a gun to school, no matter if you locked it up and put it in a safe or not, you will still be charged. Y'all can sprinkle this shit with sugar as much as y'all want to. That ain't going no, to. No, I'm threat. just saying,
4: you you were saying should she be charged? Well, no, I don't feel like she should be charged absolutely oh, and positively. But, but, but of course, with the gun laws in in the PA or in any state right now, she's going to be charged.
0: absolutely Concealed was it put up? Right. She had it in her drawer, it was put up, right? The gun wasn't laying now on the on the sofa, on her bed, on a on, on the floor. It was in her drawer, right? All right. Is that All right, right? So when we were... the weapon? Absolutely. Because you know, so we'll... and, and, and working in in the law working working in you know law, if you put your gun in your trunk, that's still concealed
2: as right.
0: mm-hmm. long as your bullet like going over to Jersey you got to put your gun magazine in your, in your glove compartment and your gun and in the trunk right mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. certain states that don't allow you to carry if you don't have a license to carry right transport mm-hmm. if that gun was in her drawer did she not put it up if they found it they found it right <laughs> alright so let
4: me ask y'all this let me ask y'all this who would you rather the law protect like when we place laws and when we put laws in place or, or or congress put laws in place or whatever the case may be would you rather it protect you know the mother who may not necessarily have bad intentions and may have forgotten to lock it up or may be out or whatever or a defiant young you know child that wants to tap in or or because that then protects the the parents who are in, endangering the welfare of a child and don't care so What what where does
7: the law like what would we rather see? Can I go? Yeah, what would we rather see? You what I would rather see is I would rather see the law protect this woman when she says she's getting her ass beat. I would rather see the law sit outside or put cop cars on certain blocks that they know is doing dumb shit. I would Uh rather see all of these things happen first so she don't have to go get this gun. That's what I would rather see. Okay. I mean, that's
2: the Versus
4: same. rather seeing a parent who just don't give a fuck about their kids and allowing this shit to take place and them accidentally dying and not being charged for it. Right.
2: Okay.
5: okay. That would be the ideal vision.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: But we don't live in a world like that, unfortunately.
7: That's what I'm saying. So I mean, are we gonna talk honestly or are we gonna talk in what they say we should say?
0: Mm. Yeah, honestly See, I, well, I say, I
4: say, you got a gun. Be fucking responsible. Like y'all parents was responsible. Y'all, inst- whether y'all went to go touch it or not, you knew better. You might have been defiant. You might have touched it. You might have picked it up, and you fucking put that shit back. now put his his shirt over it, or whatever the case may be. These kids is carrying these guns to school. These kids is putting them in their backpacks. These kids is yeah. loading them
2: and unloading
0: them and whatever what, the case may be. Like it's, that could have easily a, been me, though. Dang! What if she did talk to her? That's what I'm what, saying. If, <laughs> if bullied, what if somebody was bullying him at school or he taking it because it was he thought it was cool to take to school because he see it on videos because we let kids watch these videos on YouTube and at these games. What, if he, what happens if she was doing everything that we said she's doing and this kid was just being a kid? Right. How do we? How do we combat that? Right.
2: Yeah. How do, I know. do you punish
0: that? Because Tara's dad told her no. Her dad, granddad said, "Don't touch it." Tara. She touched it.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: They told her, mm-hmm. "Don't touch." She still wanted to touch it because she wanted to know why she shouldn't touch it. She didn't take it to school because they caught her. I, I I put a I put a I put a t-shirt on it because I knew it was wrong. Right. I wrong. But I still did it. Mm-hmm. So dude, how do you then? At what point do we do we say, how do we how do we educate this? It uh-huh. is going to do what they're going to do, even if the parent is taking every step to secure this gun, teach them, don't touch, whatever. How do we then take do this? Whoop they ass
5: more
7: their ass, Katie! I got they my ass and that didn't mean a damn thing. I'm still going back. Whoop that ass! Yeah, you whoop, whoop right. Have to have to whoop
0: miss- it right. I'm, the first time a six year old touched
5: the gun, I fucked
7: up. Dog. That didn't work.
0: I'm sure this is the first time that six year old touched that gun with her nose, <laughs> <laughs> sure because she probably would have whooped his ass Right. and put it somewhere yeah. where he couldn't get it to it.
7: Right.
0: I don't
5: know. Maybe she wouldn't have because they don't whoop kids can. now. That's Who the don't? thing. Why are you
7: saying this? Why are you saying this? Because
5: do you... they don't,
7: T. Who don't? I will whip my kids' ass right now, KD. Yeah. <laughs> all,
5: all four of us, Last where one. we would do it, you have 10 others that don't.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, and these kids out here, they run their folks.
7: Anybody? Yeah, they anybody?
4: Do. <laughs> it's anybody, kids anybody out here? they folks
7: look anybody i know that don't whip their kids ass i don't want to be around you yeah I don't. right but you yeah. have
4: to remember too i feel like a lot of us from our time and our day and age you know our kids is is getting up there in age you have a, a lot of the younger parents right now who don't come off the same principles as right. far as raising their children right. too so and that's not to say all parents nowadays the younger generation are not raising their kids right i'm not saying that by any means but what i am saying is that they're raising their kids very different now than from when we were raised or from when we were raising our children and that's just the hard fact is that this shit is different
2: so right you say, so
7: you saying the generation under us is not whipping their kids ass no, mm-hmm. no, no,
4: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're raising them differently. You, nah. You're going to have some some motherfuckers that's that's whipping the shit out of their kids that's d- disciplining and instilling them the right things to do. And then you also have those other individuals who is letting social media and, and television right. and all of that raise their kids. Right.
0: Period. All right. That's a good point. But when they go to grandma, grandpa's houses, grandma and grandpa doing the same goddamn thing mommy doing. It's Is time. grandma and grandpa putting the phone sometimes saying all right, just be quiet because I'm want to chill and watch my stories or chill, I want to relax, I want to do whatever, right. or chill, I got company coming over tonight. Your little ass to be in bed doing whatever you need to do, but shut the hell up. Are they going to grandma, and grandpa, auntie, uncle house who was raised the right way, and still getting the same treatment they got at home? You got grandma of-
5: and grandpa sitting at home in the corner, scared as hell, because they ain't never seen nothing of that. Hey, Stop with the uh, false... Uh, I'm, yes. I'm serious now. I'm serious. My, mean, my problem. kid's
7: ass. I don't know yes. what you're talking about. these little bad-ass kids today, they would jack
5: up their
0: grandparents.
5: You know why?
0: You know why they would? Because these grandmothers and grandpaps want to be their fucking brother and sister to these kids. No. The they want to be on a time popping and locking their ass the same way the they grand- kids. Oh, well, yeah, some of
5: them are, yeah.
0: So that, they don't have they no fear. Are. It is no disconnect that from mother, grandma, sister, auntie. It's, it's just no. It's like no. It's no nothing. No authority. But the grandparents mm-hmm. are right, we saying these these the new generation is wild? Where they get their wildness from? What did we did we forget something as a parent? Because we are the parents of this wild generation that's growing up. Right. We are the grandparents of this wild ass generation. So did we stop being parents the way our parents was parents to us? Mm-hmm. Did we say I don't want to be a parent to my kid? I want to be a friend to my kid. I want them to like me so much that I'm going to stop parenting, or am I going to parent and whoop their ass the same way my parent whooped my ass? Right,
4: right. But then you you do, do have ass to remember, my now. No. Teach right? Yeah, but you do have to you do have to realize too, some of the grandparents get younger and younger. Right. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
4: There's so, a- and, it, and like with us, you know, our, we would be tough grandparents. We would be making sure our grandchildren doing everything that they need to be doing, et cetera. But, you know, you got some that's a little younger than us that yeah, might not.
0: But that's true. But are we, even the older grandparents, even the ones that got a hold of their household, are we then putting our, when our grandpa- grandchildren come over, are we letting them lay on the couch for hours in front of their phone? in their tablets, are we checking homework? Are we checking them to ask them what their ABCs, 1, two, threes? how to multiply and divide? No. As long as they're cooling, as long as they're not bad talking to us, and as long as they got some sort of whatever, we don't really, they're not really checking. I've been over uh-huh. a number of people's house that got kids. Uh-huh. And, and, and they, as long as the kid ain't running around wildin', when they got company, they they, they cool. They don't worry about none of that. you agree, man. <laughs> The things that they take in and digest, they saying, here go my phone, go to YouTube. Here go the remote, do your thing. Oh mm-hmm. little Johnny in his room playing a game, been in for eight hours, he ain't come out, only to get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He cool. Right. So it's we can beat the parents up, but then we gotta beat ourselves up too, because we we all are that village. If we were village, what happened to us villaging? <laughs> We got so many excuses why we can't village. Oh, if you village, somebody gonna t- gonna call the cops on you. or somebody gonna want to fight you. or somebody gonna say this and say that. And I mean. that kid gonna save a life, save a life.
5: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, finna go to jail for somebody else's child. I damn escape. That's mine. the
0: problem, KD.
5: Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> problem. No, you no
5: it's not my problem. problem I'm sorry, but it's not.
0: Well, what, I mean. a, so. You wouldn't go to jail for somebody else's child, but somebody else can almost take your, your child, your life or your no, child's life? I'm not going to jail by whooping somebody
5: else's child when they are not whooping their own child. I'm not gonna my so going to risk myself jail. Why are you going to
7: jail for that?
5: Because you put your hands on a child now. You're going to jail.
7: I fucked a lot of kids up in my day. <laughs> I don't know what you <laughs> I, I, I'm my own kid up now.
5: Oh, yeah. I, I
2: did
5: get my own kid. But
7: I- it. Is- when kids was fucking with my kids when they were small, I would go outside and fuck them kids up. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't <laughs> know what so you're so talking this, about, KD. By you no know you know means, is, is
0: this, this is this a personal attack, but how can if we take taking the stance of I'm not going to do none of this shit, I'm not going to put myself in jeopardy for nobody right. else's shit, how can we offer up our opinions about anything? We should just sit back and say nothing, because at that point, the moment right. you say that, your point becomes mute and void. Mm-hmm. You have no ground to stand on if you're saying, I'm not going to go to jail for, for, for policing nobody else's kid. You know, how can you speak on anybody else's kid?
5: You know what, now You can sit up there and say that all day long. But if given the choice, you know you are not about to go to prison for whooping somebody else's child when Shit. they don't even try to discipline their own child. Because no amount Shit. of discipline you give, if they're not getting that discipline at home. No amount of discipline you try to give that child is going to stick.
0: You don't know Darnell Sharif Gathers then. <laughs> I'm not even that point. I'm Darnell Sharif Gathers. That means I, I'm not being true to myself. If I will stand up and whoop somebody's kids ass, if it will save their life in the future, I would. I whoop my ass. Fair. Somebody was uh, hard on me. Somebody spoke up to me when my parents wasn't there to do it, so I'm uh, glad. Ain't no,
7: ain't no. What they what they call that? A G check, <laughs> yeah,
4: pretty much. But
7: I think too that's I, from,
5: I, our, I, I, from, I, our, from our from our upbringing that, and our neighborhood. Come, I'm not gonna lie. It when, yeah. when it comes to somebody else's child, it's got to be my grands. I will get their asses. I get theirs. I think it was it instilled in yeah, the yeah. I would yeah. try if the child is going in the road. Hey, baby, come out that road. I'm not about mm-hmm. to go up and try to whoop nobody else's
0: child. Hey, you
4: wasn't. I think it's different for us for South. Si. We were was not different. Following. Our neighborhood was way yeah. different.
0: It wasn't yeah. on me from the beginning. People, I, I, I'm a, and I'm going to direct my comments right now to the people in the comments that have been with Friday Night Lights since the start. I had a friend by the name of Baines, one of my best friends. Grew up with this guy since I was 10 years old. He had a son, his oldest son. His name is Kaim. I can speak on this because Beans wouldn't have a problem with it. I took Khaim one day and went on live. And Khaim, I took him around me that that day because he told me the working man is a sucker. And I took that man to every work fight that I possibly can and had him working to see if the working man was a sucker. And by the end of that conversation, he said, Uncle Nell, I just wanted to come to you and say you know what i apologize for the disrespect one the working man is not a sucker because i see how my dad go out here each and every day and i don't think my dad is a sucker and he is a working man plus i got respect for you t beans mike O. all our cast of guys that he's grew up around and see i know y'all are hard-working men and y'all not suckers i will take you I, i i took i took him around for hours and had him doing work and, and and chastising him as if I gave birth to him. And his father did not say anything to me, but thanks, bro. So when it comes to being a stand-up dude, that means standing up to whatever. If it's going to save a life. Especially those and ones that I love. Okay. Because what happens when you get a phone call in the middle of the night? No, oh, my son just got killed. That's heartbreaking. Oh, had to oh had to go through that. Right. We had to go through that as his friends to get that phone call and then be there for our friend. Right? right. Or I what, get that
5: now. That's what I'm go, not saying that. I'm saying a stranger's child.
0: I'm going. Ebony's
5: child. Yeah, Ebony know that I would get her children behind anytime. Hey,
0: hey, if there's a kid on my block, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to jail over. You know why? <laughs> because what happens if Saya. Where Dior is outside playing and somebody hurts them, or any other kid that I'm associated with hurts and kills them in the future. I'm protecting someone else's um, from losing a loved one. So if it means going to jail for a minute,
7: then I mean, you Act like you getting a bid. <laughs> like it's a bid attached to this. This ain't, this ain't no bid. <laughs> Get the right
0: attorney. It ain't no. It ain't no bid. Period. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometime you gotta. Sometimes you gotta be the sacrifice yeah. if it's gonna save. If it's gonna save multiple lives, because that's the trickle down effect. You know what? When that kid grow up, you're like, damn, I, I was drawn. Let me chill out. Sometimes you can get through. People get through certain ways, and when 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 the parents can't, it be the ones that they see and respect. Like, damn, no, Noah, Noah, cool dude. He do his thing. He he's still young. He's still vibrant. He's still, but he's still mature. Let me listen to him because evidently he got something going on. He came about the slums. He he doing this thing. T they doing their thing. They got shit going on. They came from where I came from. Let me listen to these dudes. Sometimes it can be that. Mm-hmm. Be a mentor. You think, you think a cop really locking you up if you say I whooped his ass because he was out here drawing. They gonna be like, Mister Gathers, thank you. The way the way crime is real and the way people is just shutting their doors to to stuff was going on out here. These cops want us to be be on patrol and help. You think a judge is going to sentence me to any time, community service, or probation because I I beat a child's ass because they was out there doing something crazy? No. I don't know about the law today. Well, I guess they like that in in, in, in
5: Thompson.
7: That's why no, I said I can't do they're, it. Thompson. They're like that
5: in this country, unfortunately. Not,
7: not in my mm-hmm. city, man. <laughs> not in my city. <laughs>
5: so it's not against the law, too.
7: No. <laughs> to no. Oh, so y'all—it's
4: to the extent, yeah. You're not,
7: you, you're not beating them to the, the point where they're allowed to abuse yeah. their kids. The
0: but these commissioners, commissioners, the mayor, the governor is literally asking people for right. help. Yeah,
5: for help. <laughs> Right. Well, nope. they shouldn't have took that right away from
7: people. Then the first, I'm saying done. they never took that right away from us. They I don't know. We well, yes, they did. <laughs> I never heard of that. <laughs> but you never, never heard of that, T? I never heard of that. No, you never well, they,
4: She talking about them implementing the child abuse laws in place for parents who actually abuse That's their what children. I'm saying. Child abuse to, is a certain extent. Child yeah. abuse
7: is different than discipline. I agree, but like I said,
5: yes, I've never heard of that, know no. their rights. I've never heard of would that. you with calling the law now.
7: I've never oh. heard of that, and I wish I I wish I would have said some shit like that to my mom. Like, i to be here.
5: I'll like have to send that <laughs> article to y'all. Y'all call DHS, yeah, they've said that to jail for that, yeah, for discipline her teenager. Mm-hmm.
7: That's oh. what I say, call her. You i will dial for you. If your balls is bigger. If, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, Yeah, no, let's stay right there. A, AKD. One time when my son was 15 or 16, right? He he called himself being a little badass or whatever, right? I was sleeping, then I caught him outside at like two, three in the morning, right? So it's normally a cop like sitting outside my crib. So when he walked, when he walked up to the to the door to come in, I smacked the shit out of him right in front of the cop. <laughs> because that's my son. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? I don't know this law or whatever shit y'all talking about. His last name is Teller. And I will fuck either one of them up at any given time.
2: I'm
7: with you on that. But they
4: did pass that law. I've never heard of this. It's so crazy, KD. I will tell y'all a story where I got arrested in Southwest Philly.
0: Oh, shit.
4: For talking to another child about punching my godson in the stomach oh,
2: my by
4: me saying something to that child caused that child to go to his parents his parents then came to our door where I was at oh, and then it became a situation that don't mean I got arrested because once the cops got there and we tried to explain the situation then that the kid punched my godson in the stomach and he assaulted him first and this should be between parents and people and neighbors the problem is is that some parents don't want to accept the fact that their children are just out of fucking control right and so therefore the individuals that try to step in or whatever the case may be are then in this combat with the parents and that's probably where they're getting arrested more or less than Listen. than chastising or uh Jeez. disciplining Jeez. the children.
7: Jeez. Even still oh, in, me in that situation, did you get a bid or something? No, I didn't. You no absolutely no, you right, I got bro.
4: arrested. You were right, eight right? hours in jail. I got the fuck out I Wait. will do it again. I beat that's the what I'm case <laughs> so and I beat the tough. case and I got my oh, record exposed. That's what I'm
7: saying. Period. So if it comes down to you getting arrested <laughs> <laughs> for doing what you had to do, so bad. you gotta do what you gotta do, <laughs> and I will do it again. That's and I will something.
1: do it again
4: because yes. your badass kid ain't gonna hit my guy, son. We gonna have Thanks. some problems. Keep your hands to yourself. Thanks. And then, but this is how it. This is how it starts, and this is how it began. We gotta be willing to, to to step up and 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 kind of step in, step up and step in.
7: Fuck these kids. All okay, right, I'm that was
0: beautiful. Be that was a beautiful back and forth. We, we appreciate it. Um, top fans, memberships are available. If you thought this dialogue right here was amazing, you're missing out on exclusive membership content because we got these type of things all the time. Um, we've been working behind the scenes to provide y'all with a lot more clips, a lot more, a lot more content, and you will be seeing that. So, again... Shout outs to Rhonda for trying to become a membership um, recipient.
7: Hold on. Let's let's stay right there because I need to let people know that if you get a membership and then your membership is canceled for whatever reason, you change your card or whatever, it is difficult to reverse that. So once you get a membership, um, I would suggest you kind of keep up with that or you might have to create a whole new account if you want to become a member again. Because yeah i literally was trying yeah, yeah i was trying to not help Rhonda
4: yesterday for a yeah. good while <laughs> it's unfortunate i was googling and, right. and YouTube and trying to figure it out and all of that kind of stuff and sometimes it's difficult when your card you know doesn't go through it's not right. attached it's one of those different right. type of cards that youtube doesn't authorize or something it just becomes difficult and you can't right. do it from your phone you got to do it from a desktop it's right. just so difficult so i was definitely trying to um help Rhonda and i and I still said i was going to try to see how we can get her back on track
2: absolutely
0: but don't get discouraged don't let that discourage you if you don't have a membership go out there and get you a membership the The, the exclusive memberships are, are 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 filled with a lot of goodies a lot of a lot of a lot of get for your buck so go out there if you're not a top fan already get your membership and you will have a great experience because I got we got a lot of stuff
7: coming. That up. that is a, that is a good segue, you no? Know, because I do want to tell the people, as y'all can see tonight, my name has changed on the screen because there will be new content coming to the top members from the profit versus the shit starter. That will be a look into certain stories or certain situations that I've been a part of or that I've seen that breaks down the. The point of, I think there's three sides to see everything. So there's going to be my perspective, there's going to be yours perspective, and there should be a compromise. But even if there's not a compromise, we have to be able to agree to disagree, which sometimes is unfortunate and could be a deal breaker. But that's just a part of the nature of communication. So that segment will be available in the... uh. Exclusive membership part of the channel. What's up? Where's each at? did she get lost? Yeah, I think she's trying to find her membership. She's trying to find her her membership. (laughs) (laughs) Ish, you trying to find your membership? Because I want to get into this next topic. Because, um, Ish, are you there? All right. We've, well, as I'm we get here. into the as we get into this next topic I want to um call an audible on my castmates and I hope that y'all can follow along because after Thursday night's meeting I was kind of, you know, frustrated in my own brain of thoughts and I didn't want this uh whole episode to be uh mom bashing or however that looks or even women bashing but i'm going to play a video and then i want and then i'm going to explain my thoughts on it and then i want y'all thoughts on it but the video is like 2 minutes long i'll play the video and then i'll discuss what's going on here but here's the video people
3: so i'll kind of like skim from the beginning and then just kind of cut it real short so in 2020 i joined this church And in coming to this church, I kind of had expectations of being a part of an imperfect church, which was okay for me. I was fine with that. I was okay with knowing that, you know, we all have flaws from the head down. Um, And I loved everything about that. Um, A lot of times in this past maybe two weeks where I've kind of just allowed things to flow, um through whether I'm writing something or just talking about it I realized I'm really hurt right um and we can keep masking it and saying that we're okay we're okay we're okay we're, okay, we're in our healing process but unless we open up about it and we're honest about it and not just covering it up with the I'm okay I'll be all right I'll be all right it You know, it makes it harder for you to heal the proper way. So um, I joined this church and most of you know, I went, no, it's not okay. I don't want to cry. I went hard for this church. I didn't plan on grind actually. (laughs) I stood behind this church. I stood behind this pastor and I don't have to say any names. You guys already know because I rep this church the way I did. Every time the doors were open, I was there. When the doors weren't open and it was just rehearsal or a meeting, I was there. I served. I really was not supposed to cry. I served in my fullest capacity. I was made to serve even when I didn't want to. There were times where I would get up and not want to do it because I just didn't want to. Because of the things I knew, because of the things I was going through behind the scenes that nobody knew about. And this week, I think it hurt a little bit more because this is the week of love, right? Yesterday was the day of love and... Last year, I was in a, in, a, in a place where I loved through all of it. I loved through all the hurt. I loved through all the bullshit. I loved through all of the people talking about how my back, all of that, right? So I'm going to get to the point. So my world, right, kind of like came crushing down in June. Honestly, before that and the beginning of last year. So I'll, I'll start there. The beginning of last year. I kind of was over it. I didn't want to be at the church no more. I just felt like I was used. And that came from somebody that said, I won't abuse you the way that they did. I won't use your gift the way that they did. I won't misuse you. I won't mishandle you. And then you do it. So I got tired. I got really tired. And I wanted to leave. And I wanted to sit down. And I wanted to stop singing. And I wanted to stop serving. But I couldn't. Um, Because I was the only one. So I felt obligated to stay. Because I was the only praise praise and worship leader that was still there.
7: Um, <clears throat> this about this clip, you know. Why the hell am I, crying? <laughs> I know me too now. I wow. have a
4: dribble, dribble
2: on the sides
7: too. Hold, hold on now. This is why I always, you know, try to get across to y'all that you know we have to start digging deeper, you know, with our topics, and you know, having honest conversations about you know things that's going on with you personally, with things about people you know. I know this girl personally. So, around the time when I was uh, finishing up my book or whatever, I had, this church is right around the corner from me. So, this girl was like, you should come to my church. And I was in a a grieving point. And sometimes you don't actually know how to grieve because every grievance is different. Every person you grieve for is different. So, I went to the church because I'm always down for a good uh, sermon. But while I was at this church, I was like, mm, something ain't right. So that was my first and last time going to this church. So she was actually a singer at this church. So a lot of times when people, not just women, whether they're uh, abused, molested, abandoned, broken hearted, whatever it may be that they they search throughout in church can also be a a detriment because a lot of times certain churches are like a a a gossip party where they're basically like um down talking on you and people don't realize that you can be a servant of god you don't have to go to church to do that you can just be your own person and serve god so my question to y'all is what are y'all thoughts about, you know, the things that goes on in church, in the lost souls who I feel like um, you, certain things you, you have to look within. Like people can help you along your journey, but if it doesn't come within and you're codependent on however that looks, whether it be the church or whether it be a parent, whether it be whoever it may be that person disappoints you or violates you in a certain way, then your whole world will be turned upside down again. So you have to look within and build your own strength and your own confidence and not allow, you know, these outside things to be able to tear you down completely. So uh, what are y'all thoughts on the video and things that's going on of that nature?
5: Well, okay. I'll begin with this. I used to go to church every Sunday. I was in um, on missionary board, president of this board, that board. And um, it got to the point to where I was not feeling fulfilled when I would go to church. It's like I felt even worse. Finally, I realized I became... I got a closer relationship with God when I service and worshiped with just me. I worship in my own way, whether that be music, people think you have to go into a building, but the worship temple is your heart. Whether I worship with music, videos, prayer, words, or whatever, I take it in the way I want to take it in. I control what go in and um i mean i i got turned off when this preacher told me he wanted to suck my toe i was through then i i stopped following the word of man and i had to learn how to allow my allow myself to find my own word i just
7: um angelia the the whole video is like a, a hour long and i'll put it in the uh, description of this video after this for those who want to see the whole video as she goes in depth and everything that occurred in that situation. But uh, go ahead, Ish. What are your thoughts?
4: Woo. Let me just say that. Um, because if we can be really transparent here, there was a, a point in time in my life at about 26, right as I was Um, just getting married to my husband at the time. Um, My aunt was or is still a pastor of an AME church. I will refrain from saying the name. Um, And right before I was getting ready to get married, I I actually ran to the church. Um, I felt that I needed um, some additional fulfillment. I felt that, me and my future husband needed uh, prayer. That we needed counseling. That we needed to prepare for marriage, etc. I became very enthralled in the church. I became the church secretary. I was on the choir. Um, and having gone to Philadanco and being taught by um, one of the the best uh, in the city of Philadelphia, Joan Myers Brown. Um, you know, I actually started the dance ministry at the church. Um, and unfortunately, because, um, my husband at the time was not the ideal husband, um, we were saved. It was crazy. Like the pastors wouldn't minister to us. They wouldn't counsel us. They wouldn't marry us. Um, and because of that, I was told that I couldn't run the ministry board, I, like, literally, it was appalling to me, this place that I ran to, um, you know, honestly, seeking some healing, seeking to be a good wife, seeking to, um, you know, get closer to God and find a relationship with God and not knowing how to do that. So I ran to the church in hopes of learning how to do that. Um, and instead, you know, I, I learned the tough lesson. I learned a lesson of, you know, everything, you know some people are just playing church. All right. Some people are playing church. And that's when, after this, I found, you know, my own sanctity with God as far as, you know, having that personal relationship because knowing that under, um, you know, a roof, which was supposed to be his house was not necessarily his house um and you know sometimes people seek something
1: Where? from
4: somewhere and um not all the time is that the best place to seek from so you know i i i can totally relate to her um and what she you know what she was saying
1: no
0: we have so many false prophets um, walking around amongst us. It, it, it gives as, as the, the term that is popularized out here, it's giving the devil amongst us. We have so many people who fake ministry, fake minister to us, even fake fellowship with us. They'll, they'll act like they're holier than thou. They know every Bible verse they'll quote for them, but then be living guilty and sin. Mm. And again, as we coined the phrase, make it make sense. And Nell's voice, make it makes sense. So when it comes to situations like that, I always do my due diligence in finding on my own relationship with God. So I don't have to fall victim of this fake ministry. I can revert back to the place that I know I find solace. And it's my conversations directly with him. And then also the teachings that I've been that have been bestowed upon me and helping me find different ways to gather the information that I'm looking for. It's not the church per se, it's those that attend these churches or attend these meetings or these revivals and come up wanting to spread this knowledge that they think they've Gathered, or they think they learned, and spread it all over the place, especially on you, holding you accountable with verses that come from the Bible, but then sinning their own way. All right. That's where my problem lies. I don't have a problem with the pastors because I don't trust them because I don't, I don't, I don't view them as anything more but just a human being like I. All right. My problem comes in when you have these people who will castrate you, talk about you, Where? harm you, physically betray you, mentally, and also spiritually, Where? and then turn around and do the same very and, and do the same things that they're trying to castrate you for. Lets me know there's no there's no parity in it. So. The only person that I can blame for myself getting into something like that is myself. Right? Because we all have a due diligence to ourselves to gather the information that's being that's that's being put in front of us. And hopefully, you know, what I mean, we're able to decipher what's right and what's wrong. My problem comes with the people. It doesn't come from the building. It doesn't even come from the message that's being spoken. It comes from the people that are hearing it and then putting it into their own words. And their- We have them amongst us now who think that they can say what they want to say to people and then the moment you step outside of yourself, here comes the scripture. Now, here comes a... Nah. So that's why I, I move a little differently when it comes to religion and those types of sort of conversations, because I know where I find my solace at. I know where I find my, my the holiness within.
7: So I just want to say, um, as I was searching through my frustrations of trying to wrap this whole episode into a, a nice bow, I was like I was going through my social media because I was I'm about to take a a social media break, a social media detox. So I was going through my social media just to make sure, you know, I checked all my messages because some of you people only know how to network on social media. (laughs) So I was going through my messages to make sure, you know, everything was straight before I get off of there for like a week or so. And I came across that video that fell right into place and i and i want to say this to you now because this is also another lesson that i learned this week Mm -hmm. that us as men we have to take the lead in a righteous way it's it's just never going to be a equal playing field it's never going to be where you know we can stand side by side and the woman leads you and you lead her because their emotions get so wrapped up in so many things that we have to take charge and lead them. And hopefully (laughs) they will stand by our side and, you know, reciprocate the leadings. Mm
2: -hmm.
7: Oh, that's
0: a pretty, that's a pretty, that's a pretty, um, heavy statement there. Right. Um, and yes, we do have to leave by example, regardless of, um, how imperfect our, our, our ways are. We, we, we have, we have the due diligence to do that. Um, you know, we were not, and not just not to put ourselves in front of anybody, because please, what I'm about to say is not trying to say I am better than anyone or males. We were put here in the lead and, and, right. From our rib, where we're women created to be our equal, and we've lost that sense of equalness in right. doggy dog world. Or I got to show you that I'm better than this. And when when we should be kind of in harmony, that right. should be harmonious, not competitive. our, 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 our love should be together. Instead of one trying to prove to the other that I love you more. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what we've gotten away from. We've gotten away from it, And we need to find that balance. Right. Not even a balance of how do I balance this and that. The balance of equality. Because at the end of the day, we're, the, we're equal. We've come from each other. We were made to cohabitate this earth
7: together. Hold on. Hold on. Diana, this is not about a bad preacher or bad people in the church. This is about you not being able to stand in your own two feet of that being your end all to be all. Like you have to be able to focus and, you know, figure things out without. Other things or other people and places being able to shatter your whole world is the message that I'm trying to get through
6: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah
7: absolutely it's it's not about it please it's
0: not about particular preachers or the, the the message the messengers who deliver it, and oh are you putting yourself in the in the best possible positions to understand what you're seeing All right um, again, as we speak weekly, we we always, you know, the four of us, when we come together on Thursdays, we, we we, we exhale, right? That's our exhale moment. That's our moment to vent. That's our moment to, to, to gather information. That's our moment to then come together as, as, as a group. Um, and we have those exhaling moments where we vent, but we also understand what our purpose is facts we all have a purpose and a calling for something right and we and we have the 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 share authority to one understand ourselves before we can project our opinions on anybody because we are leading a flock right regardless of however we want to say it so we have to make sure that the message that we are conveying Resonates from within. Martin. Opinion is an opinion that resonates. I experience not from anybody else, but my personal sense of my forty-two years on this earth. How and how how and when I was made and created. How I was brought up, but also what direction I want to go into the future. Right, and that's what we have to understand. That's the part that we have to under. When we understand that, we understand not everybody is going to always understand exactly what you want them to understand. You're right. going to have people that say, "I got it now," and you're going to say, "No, that's some bullshit." <laughs> and you have to be able to live in that moment, not and not come become upset or overly joyed because you got somebody to agree or disagree with what you trying
7: to say no i i also want to say that um not everybody's meant to be a leader mm-hmm. and if you are a follower be honest with yourself about that be honest with your position be honest to your people and persons so y'all can figure that out y'all can figure out how that looks and put that together Ladies, do y'all have any um, thoughts?
5: My last parting words is just simply, um, I saw some of the comments. um, Some some of them say, listen and hear God's voice for yourself. If that's your source, and I'm not trying to say it it is your source because some people say it's not. It's my source. First and foremost, it's my source. But you can hear that voice. You Don't need a man, a preacher to tell you about God's voice. Mm-hmm. So seek and find your peace. When you find your peace inside, you'll find that little voice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Say something, right? Ish, I want this to be known to the public. This is not about God, this right? Is- right? God. This is mm-hmm. not on if your church is great or grand or or lack thereof this is a mental telepathy
1: mm-hmm.
0: all about the processing of information how well do you process how well are you listening how well are you consuming and how well are you doing your due diligence to find the answers that you seek it has more with religion it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the church it has nothing to do with any of that this was an mm-hmm. example that was shown to show you that right. everything can't be trusted because it looks good or is good or right. is to be good for you so let's not get mm-hmm. let's not get upset in the comments let's not take mm-hmm. it too far let's not over mm-hmm. it what we're saying is how are you doing how are you discerning information that's being provided to you in order to consume it which way is best for you and doing the things that you needed to do to make you a better person.
3: Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It has nothing
0: else to do with anything else. But then you yeah. have to look outside of yourself and say, if I'm sitting up here being holier than thou 95 times out of the day, that mm-hmm. other five Am I am am I false profiting? Am I am I leading? Am I am I being false to the things that I the very things that I'm spewing out there? Am I engaging in these unnecessary conversations that mean nothing to no one? Right. The comment Mm -hmm. section be crazy. Sometime mm-hmm. to not hearing, them, not hearing minds but the topics that we may put out there, it the back and forth, the the, the back and forth comment, right. it be so, it be so disingenuous and then it's looking like it's meant to break. Is when it's only looking, we looking for ways to come together and grow, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so far because we don't, we we so we so hooked up on who's going to be able to uncover who's what business. If I ask this question, then maybe somebody will say something and slip up. We looking for we're looking for hot topics instead of looking for ways to bring each other together and and, and enrich and grow this community and, and and this family that we call Uncensored Minds Friday night lights carrying on the move uh, telemade kicks telemade entertainment raw honey it, everything is meant to look to, to 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 be a hot topic or a hot take or to run with the narrative the narrative is bullshit and when you when you partake in those things you know what you're doing you're, you're allowing the devil to creep in and destroy every good thing that God has given us.
7: Now, how about not giving anybody the control of you not knowing who you are? Mm-hmm. People say that, though. People will say,
0: I will not give nobody control and be adamant about it. But they will be
2: puppeteers. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: All the string. People ask the question, and here go to puppets. Puppeteers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Making you dance for, 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 for a show only for their entertainment, not knowing they're controlling you. Stop. Wow. Mm-hmm. Stop. Because that ain't nothing but and rare his head making you do something that's not really you. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about these topics, when we talk about these things, this conversation that's going to help us grow, enriching our soul's, bring peace and quality and equality to ourselves. We talked about this on Thursday, right? It was a topic that, that, that I brought forth to the, the three of us that went like this, right? Um, If the world was perfect, what would that look like for you in your current state? I asked that question because... Not if the world was perfect, what would it look like for you overall? But in your current state, meaning everything that has happened to you has happened to you already. How are you? What would the world look like for you right now, with all the chips on the table, and how and how your life has played out? And, and my and my and my topic was togetherness. I just want togetherness. That's what the world would look like perfectly if we all came together and we just rocked out and, and, and figured it out and, and made it work.
2: Yeah, that's one of those
4: topics. That's that's one of those topics that, you know, has so many layers to it. I told you, know, I'm not yeah. playing with y'all.
0: Uh, <laughs> I needed that. I, I needed that slow segment right there. My head is literally killing me. My mm-hmm. head is killing me. Whooping my ass has been whooping my ass for the past four or five days. But that right there had I had a coming to nail right there. You know why Mm -hmm. it it made me go to a place of peace? That's my peace. My peace, that's my peace. Explaining to the world what what my purpose is on earth is my peace. I don't come to try to defraud nobody or play no games. I come with love. When you and and when you come pure and, 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 and with. Good intentions, you feel good about that. Mm-hmm. That brief little, little second I was speaking, however long I spoke, my hand felt the best it's felt in five days. You know why? Because it's pure and it's real.
7: Mm-hmm. All right, Katie, uh, it's on you.
5: All right, well, that was feeling, but again, um, let's not get caught up in. Um, too much in one side of that. The gist of it is, I guess. Um, you know, when you see someone who's crying out for help, if you know them, try to be helpful in any way that you
7: can. That wasn't, now, that, wasn't that, then, the gist, that wasn't the gist of it. But go ahead, kate Well, <laughs> I'm staying
5: away from the gist of it. Let's you, you're it
7: derailing. There. You're derailing. But go
5: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, prophet. Slash shit starter. <laughs> but anyway, tonight my guest, um, he had a dream of being an NFL football player. His dream was right there. Lo and behold, he got caught up with the wrong crowd. And his dream came to a halt. Not just by anybody, but his own family. But he did not allow that to stop him. This young man went on to become a model. He's working on becoming an actor. And he also has his own clothing brand. I brought you tonight Kent Shelby II because I was introduced to him by one of our own tech. And I was really impressed with this young man because he did not allow any of the adversities to stop him from continuing on with his life. Kent, how are you?
6: Hey, I'm great. Thank y'all so much for having me, you know, getting to explain my story. Um, And like I said, thank you again for having me. Not a problem. Thank you for
5: accepting it. Thank you for accepting it. And um, taking my million questions that I was asking you. So Kent, tell us a little bit first about, um, your, your situation. You were with a foster family or a step family?
6: No. So, uh, so it was my mom. She married, you know, a guy who has six children. They end up having seven because, you know, they made one and, um, we, I met him when I was like eight or nine years old. So I was adjusting from, you know, being by myself, just having my mother to myself, to her being with a man and, you know, having all of that baggage with him. You know, it started off a little rough, but we grew into each other. You know, it was a cool experience. It was fun to have brothers, sisters or whatever until, like I said, I made it to the big leagues and shit changed. <laughs> oh
5: wow you have to tell us about that i mean you got your hopes up you see your big dreams right there and boom
6: it's gone
5: yeah tell just like that, that. Now what happened
6: it that? was um so, but when you mentioned foster home so my mom was actually a social uh she used to she was a social worker so i used to get threatened a lot when I didn't do good in school that she was going to send me to a boy's home. So that's funny cool. that you said that ah. <laughs> we'll go to the, the question you just asked me. So basically um, I was an undrafted free agent with the Los Angeles Chargers. They called me like five minutes right after the NFL draft. So the NFL draft after the seven rounds is over with, there's a undrafted free agent process process. And like 5 minutes after that was, you know, the actual seven rounds was over with, I got a call. And so, you know, I got the call, you know, my whole world was like, oh, it was a relief, like, yes, I made it. They sent the 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 plane ticket, you know, I was getting my passport and everything situated. And then next thing you know, I want to say on that Monday, this was a Saturday that I received the call. On a Monday, I got like a fake um a fake phone call from a, some type of jail saying like, I got a warrant out for my arrest. And I'm like, how I got a warrant out for my arrest. And I just was on a plane, you know, not too long ago. So that was kind of weird. Cause I had two weeks to report to training camp. Every team does it differently. Some teams after the draft, they may want you to come in the next day, two days later. But with us, it was, I had two weeks mm-hmm. and so That's when shit was like weird within those two weeks. I kept getting these weird phone calls from a fake jail. It wasn't real though. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. So come to find out my mother's husband that she's still with today (laughs) is his ex-wife. She was was, um, NOPD. She used to work for the NOPD. Like I said, I'm from New Orleans. So that's the New Mm -hmm. Orleans Police Department some way somehow she got her contacts or whatever to put a case on me. And the reason why I know I had a case on me was because the Los Angeles Chargers so they was calling the char- they was calling the charges, saying like can't can't got a charge on me. I didn't know it was that easy to call the NFL team and just be like, you know, this and this and that, that like, I didn't know that shit was even real, so, because that's how they end up, so this is how all of it happened, so it was calling the team, I don't know who specifically called them, but they called the team saying, I had a warrant out for my arrest, warrant out, they kept calling the team, was like, that's bullshit, we looked into it, so finally, they eventually did look into it, within those two weeks of me reporting to rookie minicamp, they called the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints checked in and was like, "Okay, he does have a case with his name on it, but if you research the case, there was nothing in the case." So I spent the whole year trying to get my name expunged or whatever from something that was never even in existence. Wow! So <laughs> yes. that was a derailment for you. Yeah, it definitely was. You know, and I was very optimistic when you know people was like. Family would be the first people to, you know, fuck over. And I was like, nah, not my family. We've been through too much. Like I said, this is not my real family anyway. I had to adjust to this type of family because through marriage. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking, nah, you know, we've been through a lot together. This ain't going to happen. And then boom, it literally happened. <laughs> wow.
5: Well, you didn't let that stop you from moving oh, no. on and in other mm-hmm. avenues, other directions. No, ma'am. So when um after that happened,
6: is that when you got into modeling? No, so now nah, this I, I got into modeling last year, which was twenty twenty two. No, after that situation, you know, I kinda had to start figuring my life out. Like what else am I good at? You know, what else do I want to do? Cause I just been playing football my whole life. This was 2018. Right. Um A a arena football team called me, you know, out of the blue. Don't know how I got it. Wasn't even questioning. I had to do my research when they called me. I was like, man, I'm not really too sure because I'm used to being on the field. Arena is an indoor setting. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like basketball court, but they got like some turf rolled over it. So it's not really a safe environment. So I had to do my little research or whatever. I did it. And I said, when I do it, I'm going to just go out there, not even think about nothing, just kind of just be like, you know what? God sending me out here for some type of reason. I ain't going to worry about even coming back home. And I did that. 2019 was a great year for me to shake back off of what happened with that bullshit in 2018. And like Ooh. I said, I had, to, I had to wait a whole year anyway because the D.A. was like, we're going to look into it for a whole year. If we don't find nothing, then, you you know, everything will get expunged, which it did. So I spent mm-hmm. the whole year playing football. I actually won a championship that year. You know, I scored the game, winning touchdown. And that led me to the Canadian Football League, which was at the time the, the brother league to the NFL. But 2019, the next year was the COVID year. So by me not getting that opportunity with the charges in 2018, that derailed me for the opportunity in 2021, because 2020, they canceled the season. Ah, so 2021 okay. was like, <laughs> that's when they called me and was like, we, we got to release you, you know, it's nothing you've done, it's just more the politics side of it. And right. so uh, I'm like, well, damn, what do I do now? So I tried the arena route again for another team, new environment. It just wasn't the same. So I mm-hmm. kind of left, you know, within three games, and that's when I moved to Atlanta in 2021. And the first thing that the first thing that I did when I moved to Atlanta was I joined the acting class. Smart
5: man, smart But man. I but
6: only because of teammates. Teammates was like, you got the personality, you should try this shit out. So once I hit one little thing in my mind. I just go straight with it. I don't even think about it. I just go with it.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. So how has that been working out for you since
6: you Well, now to take that classes? Better. When I first started, I didn't take it too seriously because I still had that football dream in me. You know, I, I, I wanted to make it. I'm like, how can you get an opportunity? You that close and you can't even seal a deal because of off of some, some bullshit happening like that. Right. You know, like I said, there's nothing... That was in the case, literally. Like I, nothing. You know, they did. I did my interviews with everybody. There was nothing Mm. in the case, so I was fighting for something that was just slowly not meant for me. So I spent 2021 and 2022 still trying to try the football shit out. So now it's 23s here. I'm like, I let it go. Now I do it recreationally. I don't do it to try to make it anymore. Right.
5: Okay. Understood. Understood. Well. I'm glad that you came on, but let me suggest this: since you have taken an interest in acting, you know they are constantly looking um, for roles on certain TV shows or whatever for football players. Mm-hmm. You would be a shoe in for that, you mm-hmm. know. So just start looking in for that. Um, with the with you being a model, yes, ladies, he is a model.
6: I am. The, um, you do your research. Yeah,
5: exactly. So you can follow him on, um, IG mm-hmm. with you being a model wide receiver. I mean, I see you going places. I, I really do see you going places.
6: I really appreciate um, that. I really, and, do.
5: and I commend you for not allowing what happened to just stop you and paralyze you to
1: mm-hmm. just
5: that one area. That's you decided right. to move on and I see big things for you And I thank tech for getting you in with us. Um, now, I know you have your own clothing line, mm-hmm. but here at Uncensored Mind, we do have our merch um, available as well. And okay. also, you do sports. So, I'm taking it that you like kicks, that you like sneaks and all of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
5: Well, the guys here, they have a show every Wednesday night. It's called Tailor Made Kicks. You should check that show out. Mm-hmm. They have all of the latest kits, all of the new ones that are coming out or all kind of tips. So you should check them out on Wednesday nights on um, this same station at 8 o'clock. And
6: um, okay. I want
5: to ask my co-host if y'all can come in. This is Nell.
6: What's up, Nell? What's, What's up? Uh, I, I, I got a question for
0: you. Look, Question and also a comment. Mm-hmm. One thing I do see that has regardless from when you started the conversation telling us your background to to the situation that got you um, hemmed up in the situation that you had no business belonging in, mm-hmm. that's, oh, it, it radiates. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know, when you're true to yourself, um, we talked about this a little earlier, just being in tune and true to yourself, you, you know what I mean? No matter what comes your way, you're still able to have a smile on your face yeah. knowing the real you and what you and what you got going on and what you're doing and i, and I just wanted to appreciate that because that smile has not left your face regardless of
2: <laughs> <I>
0: appreciate that <laughs> what happened to you that took away a lot of the accomplishments that you had and then also what you're looking forward to that mm-hmm. stayed the same as bright and radiant so i wanted to commend you on that and give you an opportunity um to lay your hat down home this is a home for you now every guest that comes on here you know i mean we, we treat them as family and as such you are that mm-hmm. going forward in the, in the acting game what is something what are some things that you're looking to do um to
6: propel yourself to 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 even face even um chase your dreams so um me and my buddy you know named bullhead You know, we do a lot of skits because I've talked into a lot of people while I was on sets, you know, and I tell them different things about this. They like go ahead on and they say, learn a monologue, learn a script and you act it out on social media to get your practice. You know, like I said, I do take acting classes. Um, I'm willing to do background work. I'm willing to do some standing work. You know, I'm willing to do whatever I can. You know, I treat the shit like football, like, you know, if I'm not on the field as a starter, I got to get in on special teams somehow. You might not want to play special teams, but that might be your only way, you know, to get on the field. So whatever I got to do to get on the field. You know, I ain't going to do anything now, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm and I'm
0: sure you're a product of your environment coming from New Orleans. I'm sure you, you know, I mean, you're old enough to understand what happened with Katrina. You probably were a boy at the time, but, you know, just going through that experience living down there in new orleans and then going through what you're going through which is made for a a great story for yourself Mm -hmm. which in a couple years when we see you on the big screen headlining a movie or whatever the case may be or even catching the football in the nfl you'll be able to speak this story which will resonate with somebody else which will help them get through the challenges and pitfalls that is life
6: I appreciate. You know, it's funny because you said a smile never left my face. Literally not too long ago, I had just got pulled over and the cop was like, (laughs) just because you're so nice and smiling and shit, like, I ain't going to write you a ticket. I had like three violations. I ain't know though. It wasn't my, so like, it's probably off topic, but like, it's just funny because you were saying about, you know, how being a nice person or just being a good person could really help you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, my back, light on my left, on my left side of my car, somebody hit me, you know, I couldn't get that fixed right now. So that's whatever. But the headlight on my left side is out. And then they said my windows was too dark. So like I had three different violations. So I'm in my head, like, I'm not really tripping. Cause I'm like, man, look, like what it is. And I be looking at the signs. I already had a sign was like, I'm gonna get pulled over some way, somehow. I don't know when, but I'm gonna get pulled over. But whenever that sign do come, I'm gonna make something happen. So I got pulled over. The cop did what he had to do, and like I said, the black cop was talking to me and was like, "Yeah, man, the type of mindset you got that's gonna take you a long way." And the white cop was like, "I ain't gonna write you up because you know you was a good person or whatever." So I took that sign and was like, "Okay, boom, I, I got to get me another call anyway." So like that's happening regardless, like tomorrow. But it's you funny know, you. It's funny I, you said that.
0: <laughs> Everything from the
6: police. I'm- But look, though, I'm good people, though. Like, I don't really be afraid of shit because it's like when I speak about that football shit, like that shit really put me in a dark place where I really had to find myself. Because when you're a football player, that's all the fuck you know. As a wide receiver, all all I know my whole life was to run routes, catch balls, score touchdowns, and have fun doing that. Once I lost that, I had to really, like, be a human being and figure out what do I like, what type of emotions make me feel a certain way, like, I had to really dig deep, and I enjoyed this journey because I'm not afraid to speak on it because I didn't do anything wrong, it's just people that just really was out to get me, mm-hmm. and I'm not mad at them, I'm, I honestly, I forgave them it ain't like a forgiving where it's like I still talk to them to this day, but it's more of a forgiving, like, y'all stay the fuck over there and I'm over here, but I I forgive y'all, yeah. because what with, with that done for me as a human being it made me become a positive person and made me become someone that's standing on business. You know, like she said, I have mm-hmm. a clothing brand. It's called standing in their chest. Standing in their chest is basically standing up for whatever the fuck you believe in, regardless of what somebody telling you what you can or what you can't do. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you say. If I feel like I'm going to do that shit, I'm going to do it. And if you in my mm-hmm. way, that's why I say standing in their chest.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what I was getting ready like, to ask too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: But that's what I was getting ready to ask too. I was getting ready to say, you know, thanks for you know coming on and sharing and being transparent with us and all of that. And I was just getting ready to say, so tap into the clothing line and explain to us a little bit. And you just shared that. Yeah. Um. And I was th- another part of the question was going to be, you know, with. All of the, the the clothing lines that we have and all of the brands that we have, you know, coming into the game, the ones that are solidified and standing strong, like what are you going to do to set apart your brand from every other brand? And it seems like you have like a, a significant um, statement to be mm-hmm. made with your with your brand. So could you repeat it again just in case um, somebody didn't catch it? And explain so, to us and explain to the people, you know, how you want to make an impact with your clothing line.
6: So basically my, my clothing line came about from a friend where it's called. So basically it's two of them. It's called standing in a chest and for nail failure is not an option. The failure for nail failure is not an option was a gift from a still till this day, a friend that I have as a birthday gift. And I wore it during a motivational video. This was at the time where I'm like, I'm trying to figure out myself outside of football. So I was like, maybe I'm going to try to speak some positive words on Instagram. And I had a video with a shirt on and people was like, man, you got some more of these shirts? i buy it or whatever. So I hit up my people who actually got the shirt done to make it. But to answer your question, what, what makes my brand stand out from other people is that I don't really give a damn about the money. Like none of this shit. I mean, obviously money matters, but the impact on it is what matters the most. And what is that is the statement behind it. Like I said, standing in their chest for nails is not an option. You go on my Instagram before I end every video. I always say keep standing in their chest because failure is not an option. Yes, Lord, we shall receive. Who is we shall receive? We, re- we shall receive that good energy that I just gave to you.
2: That's what you receive. Um, I,
7: I just want to say that um I always employ to these ladies because they don't understand that sports gives you the discipline mm-hmm. and the boundaries to be able to be competitive and be able to control your own narrative. Correct. And it gives you like a a, a basis to stand on in anything in life, like as mm-hmm. far as how you move. Yeah. So they don't understand how sports gives you that discipline. <laughs> and you know <laughs> it helps you and like they just think we playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> so can you speak on, on the discipline that you learn that is more than just a game? It's a mindset. So basically I will speak on my
6: some on my end of the stick was I was like always the best player on my team. And when you look at the best player on the team, you probably look at him as like this dick of a person oh he just you know what i'm saying he he missed the too good for himself on the field but off the field he a bad person i've never sh- i've never shown that one bit i was always a lead on the team i always held myself accountable and i always stood on business because i felt like if i'm a to if i'm a wide receiver first of all so it's like I got to be a playmaker on the team. If I don't get open, if I don't catch the ball, if I don't score touchdowns, we don't have a possible chance of winning the game. So that falls on me. So how do I put that in my life is that if people count on me, I got to be there. No matter if I'm having a bad day, if I have a bad start to the game, there's always a, a play that can make a difference in the game. And I treat that in my life no matter how my day is no matter how somebody trying to do me or whatever there's always one thing that can happen in that day that could possibly change the outcome of that day or that game
7: uh-huh. so Pretty so much. ladies so ladies what he's basically saying is if you never played sports or understand sports, you're missing valuable lessons. I'm just saying, <laughs> you're missing valuable lessons. That's what you got yeah.
5: out of that too.
7: That is <laughs> I mean,
6: you
5: gotta
7: get up early in the morning.
6: Right. You gotta get up about five o'clock in the morning to do all this running around. Then you right. gotta go to you gotta go to study hall to go study, you gotta go to class. Then, after all of that, you got to come back for workouts late in the day. It's just a lot of shit you got to keep doing. But it's yeah. like, it if you put a yourself a through it that, it, a lot it, a it lot helps you become
2: deep. who I you are. Yeah. yeah. A I
0: character.
2: Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. I, one, of the I things,
0: see that. one of the things I take from that message is being overly emotional doesn't produce results. Mm. Because we want to live in our emotions, there's not. That's not always a real place because mm-hmm. reality sets in and wakes you up from that emotional state that you're in, and this mm-hmm. still needs to you mm-hmm. still stand on Venice
6: Yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. and not and not let emotions control you because they mm-hmm. you, you achieve nothing. You're, you're right. And would have allowed his emotions to get the best of him. He won't be. He's not sitting here with us today, smiling sharing a story, being an inspiration, also um continue to write rewriting chapters that mm-hmm. backed up against them by by falsehood. So that's how that's when we always talk about not letting emotions control your everyday thinking mm-hmm. or receive perceive things.
7: Right. Appreciate right. that. Yeah, for, yeah. Sure, for sure, for sure. So, can well, you um uh, give the people uh your, the instagram for the cool line and if you have a separate personal instagram whatever either one uh just let people know how they can get in contact with you
6: uh you just go to my page uh Kent Shelby the second um once you type that in it, it will say big Shelby with a um money back sign and in my bio it's all right there in my bio okay Yo, like you- i said I ain't really i ain't really t- too much tripping over the you know the people buying and shit it's really just the messages that's really well, how I, I went
5: two though. it's pretty nice kent i, was I mean I, I appreciate it, it. you know i do it's... what i can
6: you know i got a business partner but you know you know how life happens shit i'm hey, doing more to work than he is right now but i ain't mad at nobody hey, big, know, it's life shit that, happens you get that back life fix yet what you say? did you get that back life fix yet that backlight, you no, know, this was all today. This is just uh, like a few minutes ago before I got on the podcast. Are we going,
0: are we going to grab a couple of shirts so we can go towards that funny to that backlight? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm going laughs> <in the morning. laughs>
6: well, stop my drink. Hey, that's funny. <laughs> I
2: appreciate that. Yes.
6: But I'm, look, I'm already on it. Look, I, I saw that sign. I'm sitting at the car. I'm sitting on the um, curve and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's my sign. Let me go take care of that. Yeah, you know, ain't the, sure. ain't the most forgiving. You got, you got two real ones out there. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> 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 now, not for real, I really want to say thank y'all for giving me a platform to speak because, you know, this type of shit I came to Atlanta for. You know, I did come out here for football, but I'm open to, uh, you know, a whole bunch of shit. Like, I got a story. I'm here to help people. You know, I've been through a lot. I'm sure other people have been through a lot, but we ain't. You know, we ain't alone in this shit. You know, somebody went through what we went through and was successful at it. So that's the type of people I'm trying to be around. The, the, the doers, not the talkers. You know, people talk a good game, but True. they ain't standing
7: on business.
2: You know what I'm yeah, saying?
7: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we want to we uh, thank you for coming on. And, Katie, do you have any uh, last words or questions?
2: Um,
5: I just posted his IG link up. And um, so everyone go over, give him a follow. I'm sure he will follow you back. Yep. Um, I would like to remind everybody and Kent, you as well, please like the video. Um, yes, I'm ma'am. only seeing five likes. Please like us. Please put up the emojis that will help us grow. Kent, please share us with your friends. Yes, Ask ma'am. them to join us. And again, Wednesday nights, you have tailor-made Kits Thursday nights. You have game seven with this man up above you. Okay. So just yeah, come yeah. to this platform and you will see all kind of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And as Neil said, welcome to the family. You are now a part of the uncensored mind family.
6: <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank yeah. Thank you. How, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Uh 27. Reason why
0: okay. as, as I know we, we we are harsh on this generation that's preceded. This one here. Mm -hmm. Individuals like you who we can definitely hang our hats on and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. There's there's a glimmer of hope that they get it. Mm -hmm. Might not get it in their 19s, but when they start to hit the 20s and the mid-20s and early 30s, that you know the light switch goes on, lets them know how to look at things from a different perspective, no matter how at no matter what adversities are placed in front of them. Correct. Level head, keep a keep a desire for wanting to be great Mm -hmm. because that you kept your desire for wanting to be great great at football great at life but just great at being yourself Mm -hmm. you will persevere and you'll be able to sit up here and inspire the youth and also the elderly to Mm -hmm. let them
6: continue to go out there and be the best that they can be at all times at all times
2: Mm -hmm
6: why not shit we got man look we in life we living we we breathe and we healthy Thanks. we got a lot of shit to be thankful for yeah. why not enjoy that's this right. shit now you know don't give me my mm-hmm. flowers when i'm dead and gone give it to <laughs> me now so thank y'all she you know i'm gonna water my own flowers y'all give me too
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right good. That's
0: good my brother we always are welcome here anytime. Mm. We do a segment going in 60 seconds. That's a sports segment. If anytime you want to come on the show and share your experience on there or like run down some sports scores with me or whatever the case may be, we're we, we more than welcome to head.
6: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for coming through Thank, so, really, Thank you. See y'all. Thank y'all. alright
0: mm-hmm.
1: y'all?
6: Yeah. That's it. Look at that.
0: You see the that came from him just wanting to be regardless of whatever adversity he was facing you see the emotions that he could have just allowed himself to just be derailed but he said fuck that i'm not gonna allow somebody else to dictate my path i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna run
7: with it mm-hmm.
0: emotions exactly. emotions don't always derail, real lady y'all see, mm-hmm. see that
7: it's it's not even that they don't always be real it's just temporary yeah temporary right. let's it's use that word how not, not they're not
0: real because we, we we do allow y'all to have y'all emotions like, allow
7: you to be temporary in the moment. All right. back mm-hmm. are- don't don't come two weeks from now with your mad shit, man. <laughs> let your let your mad shit be over. Like <laughs> let <time>. your mad
2: <laughs> shit be over, man. <laughs> <laughs> I who me? I am who, near me.
7: minutes. I mean, let your mad shit be over, man. What's up? <laughs> who we doing? Yeah. No, are you still doing going in sixty seconds? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's what's going on in the world? What's happening? Go Eagles. Um, y'all just lost two. Y'all, y'all just lost two coaches, but you know, go four, ahead. Coach. four coaches? <laughs> four coaches, two left. Y'all just day. lost
2: four coaches. But so, well, then you know. what
4: that mean for the new season? What that mean for the next season, the upcoming season. What that mean for
2: us? That, that we might just, lost?
7: you know. That mean, that mean y'all lost y'all good coaches. That's what it means. No, nah, that don't mean
4: that we All lost right. our good coaches necessarily.
7: One in
0: 67. <laughs> Bye. I'm about to get emotional. <laughs> Go ahead, right, So um, um, the football season has commenced. As y'all all know, last week they crowned the winner. Kansas City Chiefs took it, Um, commencing the season and raising the Vince Lombardi. So as we progress through sports, as we talk to Kent, sports is a great outlet to trace your dreams, a great outlet to be competitive, a great outlet just being the best that you can be. Tonight, we had the NBA put on its finest, finest hour. And it put on, it highlighted all the stars, the the top 24 stars in the league. And they actually showed out today. And for the first time in five years, LeBron James lost. This is the first time in five years that LeBron's team did not win. Team Giannis beat Team LeBron 184-175 with an exciting, exciting show, and the MVP of the All-Star Game. Drumroll, please. Who is that, Papa? Mr. Jason Tatum with 55 points. With so shout-outs to the Boston. Goddamn, 55? <laughs> All-Star Game record at that. Jason Tatum scored 55 points in tonight's All-Star Game, taking home the coveted All-Star Game MVP. Along with the win for Team, wait, Yon- wait, wait,
7: wait, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The All Star Game MVP is named something else.
0: Yeah, it's named the Michael Jordan Award. <laughs> <laughs> greatest player of all time. So let's not get that confused. <laughs> <laughs> that have this, that have this great debate. Who's the greatest player of all time? Is it LeBron? Is it Jordan? Some people even mix Kobe in there. They named the MVP after Mr. Jeff Jordan. First to take home the first Michael Jordan MVP award was Jason Tatum with 55 points. He had 10 rebounds and nine assists, just missing a triple double with his Boston Celtics cohort having 35 points in Mr. Jalen Brown with 14 rebounds and also nine assists, him also missing um, a triple-double. So the night was capped off in in Salt Lake City. Utah, for 2023, the All-Star Game next season will be held in Indianapolis, um, another cold city or cold state. So it looks like the NBA holds a lot of its All-Star Games in cold-weather spots, and the NFL holds a lot of its Super Bowls in warm-weather spots. Um, The team's did a unique thing for the first time and they picked They had captains. So it was team Bronn, team versus team Giannis. And just like we do on a basketball court, when we go out there and we don't have our five, and we're just picking players. They did that for the first time. First player picked uh, from team LeBron was Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid went with the first pick and team Giannis. first pick was Jason Tatum. The last pick from both teams um, and the starting five was Larry Market was the exact last pick, and the starting five he went to Team Giannis and Jokic was the last pick for Team LeBron, and then the reserves was um, Larry. Who was the reserve that was picked last? How oh, um, that work, dog? I missed that. It area. don't even matter. It <laughs> doesn't even matter. But for the first time in the in LeBron's um, captain seat, he went down, and his record was five one. <laughs> for the first time in five tries. So shout out to all 24 of the top players in NBA. Some of them, we ain't going to say all of them, but some of them um, who made it tonight played in a very, very entertaining, entertaining all-star game. Also, um, Ken Stenhouse won the longest Daytona 500 in history. Actually, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the first Daytona 500 after a record 12, 212 laps, this is the first time it went into overtime because the first time they could not crown a winner um because of a rep that caused them to go into overtime and Ricky Stenhouse jr after two hundred after hundred ninety nine races won his first race in about a thousand years and took on the daytona five hundred today, so that's going in sixty seconds. We have a lot more of this basketball talk. Come Thursday on Game 7 at 7 with Tia Mike. It's a great, great show. Tune in. You can win a lot of great prizes. They give you opportunity to win Game 7 t-shirts. They give you opportunity to, to talk shop. They give you opportunity to learn some things. And they give you a great experience. Also, you got Telemade Kicks this Wednesday. Um, we had a great show last Wednesday. We debuted um, some pickups that we had this week. We're talking about the greatest basketball player and a shoe that he actually wore. My man and myself got them sneaks ourselves, so we're going to we're gonna show them, unbox them, flip them upside down. You might even see them lick them once or twice. I don't know. But be in store for a great show um, come Wednesday at 8 p.m. at a Kicks. Shout-outs to Kent for coming on and sharing his story. We appreciate that. That's the type of things that we like to see. We love to see individuals
7: winning at life. (laughs) Facts. What's up, people? Is everybody good? Yeah, before
0: we
2: get out of here,
0: man, we gotta say happy birthday to the one and only Helen (laughs) Helen.
2: actual birthday, unlike KD last week, celebrating her birthday Saturday and rolling it over on Sunday. Yes.
5: Oh, I'm still celebrating. Shout out to Helen.
2: And
0: I
4: know that's right,
0: (laughs) KD. I'm still celebrating.
2: All month long,
0: but today is Hello Weaver's birthday. Also, Helen. Barbara Jones's son's birthday is today as well. We're seeing some of those posts today in our in our um respective communities. We wanted to highlight those individuals as they are celebrating their birthdays, and anybody else that has a birthday coming up has celebrated a birthday, has a birthday on the horizon. Happy, happy, happy birthday!
2: Uh, Hope yes. have
0: a great week this coming week. Um, so a little bit of sad news on Nell's, um, on my, on my front, um, again, I talked to Ish about this Thursday. I, I thanked her for her kind words. She knew of my cousin personally. Um, my cousin was killed tragically on Valentine's Day. Um, a car, I mean, a truck actually tipped over and crushed his car and killed him instantly. Um, leaving his fiance in like disarray. And also a host of family members. And not a host, but all of his family, you know, me included, um, mourning the loss of our loved one. But thank you to everybody out there for your kind words, your love, your prayers. Um, you know what I mean? Just all the love that you always show me all the time whenever mm-hmm. anything going on. The funeral is coming up. So, you know, we'll get together with family and just wrap our arms around the family. And I'll also express my love that you bestowed upon me to my family as we go through our grieving process. So I just wanted yes. to say to everybody out there for your kind words, your love, and also your prayers. Thank you. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
4: No. And to the people, the uh, the friends, the community, the, the Southwest family, like to all the people that he has touched too. Like really, honestly, he was such a solid, solid dude. Like and, you uh,
0: he will be missed. And you got somebody that you're real close with. Like, I'm close with each man. Ish is close with cool with you. you know what I mean? I think I posted I was like, damn, she knew him too? Like, dude was known right. by a lot of people. So that just lets you know mm-hmm. what
7: kind of guy he was. What up?
2: Yep. Go ahead,
7: No, I was going to say uh, prayers to you and your family. But I also wanted to say, um, can you tell the people that we don't care about golf and we're never going to talk about golf on this show? <laughs>
4: <laughs> sorry, we ain't giving Tiger not, no not We're not giving sport. none of It's not, it's not a real my
5: Super Bowl. Bowl. It's, it's not a real sport. No. It's, it's,
7: it's not a real it's sport. My it's my Super Bowl. It's not a Super Bowl. It's not a real sport. We're not it's my football.
4: Super Bowl in <laughs> April. Okay. If if the that. smacking if the smacking of people on national TV is considered a sport, golf is considered a sport. No. No. Thank you. Not.
7: Golf considered is considered a sport. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who's the best golfer right now, KD golf. <laughs> who's the best golfer right
5: now? Yeah, who's
7: the best I golfer right been now? keeping up with it. Oh, all right then. Just not real. It's not real It ain't Tiger? tiger, it
5: ain't tiger. No, no, it ain't not, Tiger. No, not at the moment. Oh, my
2: okay. God. I mean, that's don't all know, I know. What's tiger at the moment. So
5: that's the
7: thing about golf. <laughs> if you don't know what's going on, then it doesn't matter. It don't count. Sorry, lady. Yeah. I'm no. sorry.
2: Yeah, no. don't no. let me no. look
4: it because the only person I know is Tiger.
7: You got to at least. the hey. only golfer you know. That's you the... know What's going on? <laughs> that's
4: the only.
0: What golfer
7: you know? They name that's five. She
0: can. Yeah. Do you know
4: five... some other golfers because I oh, know, man. They're they gonna be old.
0: kidding. if you name five golfers, active golfers right now, oh, I active. will include. Oh, active.
5: And my golfer. Right. Six, seven. They got to be active golfers. Yes,
7: that is your Super Bowl. Yes, okay. Um somebody look this up too why uh, KD's name and name <laughs> it might be somebody from the 50s and shit. You know how KD do. <laughs>
5: okay, yeah. I'm about to name some old ones. no I mean, KD you
7: got he great. Said he said active people, KD.
4: Okay, we can't name legends. No, hey, active, you Pong said all
7: right, work.
4: KD. I be lost in the sauce. I'm lost in the sauce. I
5: Oh, I, Okay, well, y'all got <laughs> me
0: there. I mean, I it's couldn't not, it's keep,
5: not real, not Janine,
0: You didn't even name Tiger. We would have gave you a mother. We would have gave you a legal. Oh, well, Tiger is a given. Everybody got, know Tiger. Right, everybody know Tiger. Know All right. You got mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy. You got um Justin Justin Thomas. You got Justin Day. You got Jordan Spieth. You got mm-hmm. a number of different people. Oh,
5: forgot about Jordan. A number of these
0: players. You mm-hmm. got to know these mm-hmm. people.
7: American. You can't you can't that's- say you're a fan of this sport and you don't know nobody else playing right now like what do we well, i don't
5: about? know the players' names on football and all that right.
0: right we do when we say that <laughs> we know every player
5: okay i don't even know actress and actress's name who
7: who's who, who's looking cold so Is
5: that's just a so yeah, out of the I
7: mean, four of us, who's looking crazy right now as you say girl, that? You can yes, say mate. that, but that's just me. I looking, that
0: means
7: you're crazy. Names don't work well Ebony. with Take me.
0: Take her on another vacation, please, Ebony.
5: Oh, we're, we're going again, right, El? We're going again. <laughs> nah,
2: <there we> go. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So,
0: um, Everybody out there, man. That's again episode one nineteen. Thank y'all for rocking with us again. Top memberships, memberships, top fans, all that's available. T-shirts, yes. guys. Look at each. Each got a beautiful um green on. Merchandise available. Um, game seven. Telemade kicks. Uncensored minds. The, the the network is growing. We got a special. The young lady up there might got a special announcement real real soon. Mm-hmm. We're, working, we're working, and just continue to work with us. Please. Please. Hope you all have a good week. Have a great time with yourself, with your loved ones. Love on each other. Love yourself. Have a good night. We got it. Good night.